Blog Talk Radio. Willis and Mona Daniel, Fillmore Hallpike, 
Dr. Roger Brown, Earl Stevens, and all the others who have not expressed their concerns, Lord. We just pray for them. We just pray that you may touch their bodies. Heal them in any way. Bring them back to their normal self so that they can continue to do the work which you put them here to do. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Um, Dennis, I just want to just announce that we were expecting this evening to have a special, special guest. The president of the Westerners Cricket Board, he has, he had consented earlier on to be with us, but for some unknown, unknown reason, he has not been able to do so. And in addition to that, he just disclaimed this evening that he had a debt earlier today in his family. So we just want to offer our sincere condolences to him and hope that at a future date, we will be able to get him on in Carlos. So how is it in your neck of the woods, Dennis? And well, <clears throat> I'm, you know, I'm very sorry. I offer my condolences to uh, your guests uh, who are unable to attend. And yes, at the yes. same time, I have to tell you, I too have uh, experienced oh. the sadness in my family. I've just had news of a cousin of mine who has passed away in Jamaica and mm. I have my sister-in-law, wife, you know, my wife's sister in Jamaica, who's just passed away with oh my caused goodness. by caused by the COVID virus. COVID. Told. And so mm-hmm. I would certainly urge and encourage my fellow listeners to make sure that they do seek the vaccine when it's available in their neck of the woods, because this is a very dangerous and very highly. Um, infectious virus and it's causing havoc and I can tell you from personal experience now that it's reached home so to speak with two members of my family now passed Mm -hmm. on in the same day so that's the situation today we're doing our best to keep a stiff up as they say and uh, definitely I have the um, performance of the West Indies to cheer me up Yes, indeed. But before you go there, I just want to say on behalf of the Cricket Show and the entire Cricket Show family, we offer our sincere condolences to you and your family at your loss. Losing a loved one at this time is very, very heartbreaking and um, something that is inevitable. And one day we too will be going that way. So, as you were saying, you had something about the West Indies, but before I usually do that, um, Audley's going to be a little late. He's working late, and um, all the others are hoping to be on, but a little later on, they come in in, in time to come. But let me just go out, go through the, and just say also, we're having a guest out of um, Boston replacing our, the president of the West Indies Cricket Board. As you know, as you might have heard, there is um, trouble in the USA cricket again. I don't know if you heard that, but there are yes, a number of lawsuits are being served, and elections will, which would have had to be held, has not held after the ter- the term has expired. So we'll hear more about that from Jatin and our panelists out of Boston. So. Without much further ado, let me just go through the outline that I have so far. West Indies are having won the ODIs, three matches to love. They are in a good position against Sri Lanka in the first test match, which was played in Antigua. 
after having bowed out Sri Lanka for 169. And believe you me, Jason Holder was in top form, got getting five wickets, five wickets haul. Get a five wickets haul for 27 from 17 point point four overs. Wonderful performance. And uh, West Indies, in reply, were 13 without loss. More are to follow. Over in England, no, over in India, England are playing the T20 series and it has been completed with India winning the final match to beat England three matches to two. Scores in the final match, India 224 for two, 224 for two in 20 overs. England, England 188 for eight. Uh, over Hundred one forty overs. My goodness, that is some real. So England has won the in India won win the series, and the player of the match was um, Kumar, and the player of the series was Virat Kohli. He has come, come back in form again. So congratulations to India, and of course we we'll go through that in detail a little later on. India women, however, went down to went down to. South Africa ladies score in that match. India women, 158 for four. South Africa, 159 for four from their 20 overs. More are to follow. And the India Premier League is due to start come the April. The, I tell you the date right now. April the, the 9th. And it will go until May the 30th. There are going to be some City matches, and of course we will tell you who are the players from the Caribbean, and when it, it, the, the fixture will go through, time permitting. T20 blast is set to go off in England. 133 T20 matches will be played starting June the 9th, and will end September the 18th. More are to follow as well. Bangladesh are touring New Zealand, and they will be playing three ODIs, three T20s, March the 20th to April the 1st. The first encounter was on March the 20th. New Zealand winning their first encounter by eight wickets. And we will tell you more, of course. And the road safety series, that is the number of legends from the various countries, India. India legends are leading with some 20 points with a better Goal and um, net run rate, and in second place, Sri Lanka, in third place, South Africa, West Indies are fourth, in fifth place, England, and at the bottom, we have Bangladesh. Australia have withdrawn fears of the COVID. Afghanistan, Zimbabwe series is well underway because Afghanistan. And they tied the test match, and Afghanistan went back to win the T20 matches. Three love, three love. And the final match, Afghanistan scored 183 for seven, Zimbabwe 136 for five. And the player of the series there were um, Karim Zanat. And, of course, the player of the match was Zadran. 
So good win for Afghanistan. And we're looking forward to the upcoming ICC Test Championship Finals will be played at Lord's come June. More on that to follow. And over in the USA, you have a number of lawsuits are being, are being um, labeled on the members of the USA. Uh, we'll hear more later on. So that's what I have so far. I don't know if you have anything that I might have left out. Um, Dennis? Well, I I certainly I'm aware of the um, the the USA uh, lawsuits Mm. being Mm. pending. That you know this is rather unfortunate because the original USACA, United you know USA Cricket Association, Mm -hmm. obviously folded because of a lot of mismanagement and so on, and it's unfortunate that this new organization that we had to look over cricket in the United States is now embroiled in what appears to be, um, you know, some appears on the surface to be petty power play and, and so on. And uh, it will not do much good to cricket. And I'm surprised that given the unfortunate arrival of the COVID virus, which caused some of the uh, administrative procedures to actually be pushed back that we have um, players and supporters in the United States cricket area who refuses to give credence to the fact that things could not exactly have gone as were planned because of this. But of course, Mm -hmm. what we're seeing here is not just um, a matter of uh, people not you know, being a, a little foolish, but they're really, really digging themselves into a deep hole because now we're looking at the ICC and others taking a very dim view of the organization that we're trying to push here in the United States with regards yes. to cricket. Okay. Unfortunately, that's what they came with. I, I suspect that they can... And the others would be going into it in detail because he's very much yes. But could we just talk a little bit about West Indies, West Indies um, performance? And uh, of course, we we know the number of their players were not available, and number of when I say not available, well they pick a squad. What are your thoughts about the the lineup? Um, Bravo was dropped. Your thoughts? Well, you know. The looking at the team that is out there to I think that we seem to have found a good cohesive group and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens on tomorrow's play because I know that uh, we're 13 without loss going into tomorrow morning yeah. but at the end of tomorrow evening depending on what we look like we'll get a better picture of how we're likely to perform for the rest of this match. But full credence to our bowlers, uh, Jason and uh, Roach. They did very well. And uh, while I'm happy to see how well they've done, I am also looking at the fact that, you know, in the warm-up, West Indies President 11, which played the Sri Lankan team, Mm -hmm. the the Sri Lankans played nine, nine batsmen. 
in an effort to try and find a, a team that was worthy of the fight. Unfortunately, the West Indies President Eleven had a better day or two on this particular Sri Lankan team. So it looks as if they are going through some torrid times right now. And, you know, not to take away anything from the West Indies, but uh, we also want to see good cricket and exciting cricket. And although I'm happy to see that, we will see what happens tomorrow evening. There's plenty of life there, and the boys have been very disciplined in their approach because they had some 40 minutes worth of uh, batting and they showed that they were willing to put their heads down, wait out the rest of the day to start fresh tomorrow. And so that, that's, how I, that's my take on this one, Leon, and I'm looking forward to seeing tomorrow's game. But under normal circumstances, the West Indies would have lost one or two weeks this evening. But they really put their heads down. Yeah. And really, really, time. really bat out the bat out the evening and just wait for tomorrow and which was normal. Bat with is on three from thirty six deliveries while while Campbell is on seven from forty four deliveries. So you know, from eighty eighty deliveries right. all full. You see? Right. Normal I, I that saw is that. Go ahead. Very, very, very disciplined, uh, Leon, because as I said, looking at the number, amount of time they had to play, I did not see any rash strokes or shots or any attempt to go after the bowling. They mm. were obviously intent on sitting this one out for the rest of the day without taking any chances. Every, most of the deliveries that I saw were being played solidly on the bat. And I, mm-hmm. I, I give them credit because it's quite clear that we are beginning to see the West Indies coming to light or coming to life. And I'm, I'm really, really excited and very happy to see it. Yes, indeed. I, I saw in, in, in Bradwitt and Andy Campbell two confident players tonight. Under, under normal circuses, they were pushing and prodding, but balls were going on the center of the bat and they were not in a hurry for any boundaries. When the singles come, they take them. Their main objective tonight was to bat out the, the evening until, until and wait for tomorrow when all is well. And um, they just did that. But before that, our bowlers went to work because Roach bowled magnificently. I think this is the best I've seen him bowl. He, him bowl in. Uh, after being a you know, injured and coming back. But Gabriel and uh, to some extent Joseph did not live up to their usual standard. Gabriel to me is still have a fitness problem. Believe you me, I, I don't see him as being very fit. I don't know if you observe that too. And Joseph was, was not on target. He had the pace tonight, but he, he seemed not to be able to put the ball in the right 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 areas and force them to play. You know, you have the ball on the wicket. When you have pace and you're born on the wicket, Batman has to play. And if you can get some to lift, and that's what Jason did now. With his height, he gets some to lift. And the guys then were playing. And when they go on the off stump and they play, and they lift it, they go into slips or elsewhere. But for him to get five wickets, Jason, and for 
roots to get three. Yeah. I thought it was a marvelous performance by those. And then what what Craig Bradford did was to bring in Cornwall early. And when once Cornwall got um, first wicket, which is the yes. captain, it was it was a, a good omen for them in the day. So I say, listen, we have an opportunity. Well, I'm getting. Yes, let me just. Yeah, I'm just getting some new some, some. I'm getting some some um, information from abroad. A friend of mine sent some information, so I'm so happy that he did that. But I just called him back later on. Um, yes, as I was saying, good good match, good match so far for Westerners, and Westerners has to come out on top, having won the task and sent in the opposition. And not normally under normal circumstances, when one sends in another one, another team, uh, on some occasion, mostly they will the opposition will take advantage of the first knock. But it was a good, good first day, and let's hope that they can continue tomorrow. What total are you looking for for West Indies? Well, I would anticipate batting all day tomorrow and possibly. Um, going into, you know, two or three hours on the, the third day, you know, looking at a total of somewhere in the region of about 400, you know, at the minimum, I think it needs to be at least, um, we need to have a lead of at least 200 on them. The minimum is what I would be looking for because then mm-hmm. it's up to Sri Lanka to spend at, at least three days trying to stave off coming from behind, knowing that they have to survive and then put a total on the board. So I think a lead of at least two, two, two to 300 would be an ideal situation for the West Indies. And I'm sure that, uh, the, you know, at least I'm, I, I'm confident that they can bat all day tomorrow and into the third day. Now, earlier you were saying that you thought Gabriel was somewhat uh, uh, injured. But someone, to me, he was stretching and bending on the field. You know, normally, when a player comes on the field, he shouldn't be bending and stretching. Shouldn't you do the warm-up before the match begins? And when you go on the field, well, yeah. you tell me. It, well, it, <laughs> it could well be that, uh, you know, he, he, he needed to just stretch those muscles. Looking at his, his, his bowling, uh, I mean, he bowled nine overs for 22 runs. And mm-hmm. that does not really suggest to me that uh, he was bowling uh, off uh, with, with any type of injury. I mean, mm-hmm. Alzari Joseph, too, 11 overs for 32 runs. Again, mm-hmm. in this situation, the fact that wickets were falling between Kemar and Jason mm-hmm. suggests to me that... Uh, that you know, you, you normally have in, in, in most matches at least one or two bowlers who tend to dominate. And mm-hmm. if they are dominating, then the others just need to be able to maintain a, a, a good line and length and therefore keep the things to a lower key, preventing the batsman from, you know, getting 
out of their shell. And so I, I'm, I think I, I'll be happy with what I've seen so far. Yes. And hopefully it'll continue tomorrow. Hey, you know, this, the chain is as strong as the weakest link. And all I'm asking, not that I'm going to write off Gabriel, but all I'm saying, you know, I don't know if, if he had enough time because I understand when he came back, he was in quarantine, but, you know, they had to get themselves prepared. You can't take a Bangladesh and Sri Lanka and, you know, even, even Afghanistan lightly. Yeah, but, but he if, lost. If, if, we, if we look at the plus, so uh, he has mm-hmm. now after one day and nine overs, which was certainly not taxing by any means. It means no, he had, he had, had, to at least two days mm-hmm. of uh, physio and out and stretching to ensure that uh, when he comes for the second name, that he is up there and he's fit if he's not right. there. Already well, I see him, I'm seeing him running around the boundary, you know. He couldn't get down. He had to use his foot to stop a ball, and I, that was, to me, was dangerous. But anyway, the fact is he was yeah. out there, and he tried his best, and I believe. But to me, he seemed to do. To, to me, I always feel that he, his, his fitness could be a little better. If he were with his pace, I think he probably would end up with more wickets, but let's not cry him down. Let us. Let, no, I don't want to say anything negative about him, but I just wanted to draw that to his attention that he can put some more emphasis on his fitness because with his pace, yes. he can get more wickets. Yes, anything, mm-hmm. anything else? Well, the well, Go ahead. G- getting back to the um, the road safety world series there earlier, mm-hmm. I note that uh, the uh, obviously. I'm not sure if you... There were two semifinal matches. India... Well, India won the first one today. And Sri Lanka Sri Lanka. won the... Right. But no, that was the final. That was the final. Today? Between, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it's being I'm, played today. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it's being played, played today. today. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, it's, it's, yeah, it's India versus uh, Sri Lanka. That's Sri Lanka, that, yes. That more looks like the final to me. I'm not so up to yes, date. The final, the final was won by India. India won it yesterday, yeah. It, it, yeah, that, yeah. The fi- mm-hmm. But it was yeah, a low score in the sense that India only won by 14 runs. So it looks as if it no. uh, was definitely... No, 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 no. Definitely. No, the match today, Afghanistan made 108. Oh, uh, oh no, sorry. The yeah. one. Yeah, one. We're, we're, talking, we're talking about the road series, yeah. Mm-hmm. Without the road series, yeah, yeah. Let me go to the road series, yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, India won. India won. In, in, yeah. Yeah, India. Okay, because this is the standings as of the regular season, and India won right. today. I think the Sri Lanka made. Sri Lanka was close. India, India, India won 81 and, and Sri Lanka won 67. 67, okay. 167 to 181. I'm particular for India, and they are proving to be, uh, to be a world-class team in all areas except today no. by the ladies, the ladies from South Africa, who seem to be 
making waves in the in the ladies tournament because I think recently they have beaten Eng- in England and the team. I think they did a good job over in Australia too. I, I'm not too sure whether or not they won, but it's uh, that um, South African team is really Le- making waves. I have, I have- I have one observation, uh, Leon. It, with, on the Indian continent, I see that it appears, and I'm not sure that I'm I, that the Indian teams are playing in front of very large crowd. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of, I, of, of yeah, what that they, is? It seems as if they have lifted the ban on certain thing and allowing um, some spectators in, but not well, as you the usual it looks like a crowded stadium. You know, but it, it has me thinking, though, Leon. What about the the, the, t- the test matches now down there in Antigua? It strikes me that it's sufficiently large and room enough. Why could we not have, you know, a, a few spectators littering the, the space? Because they could maintain their social distancing and still enjoy the, the, the cricket. So... I, I, it's sad to see that uh, these matches are being played in, without spectators, especially when I see India with a stadium filled with, you know, very happy fans taking in what's going on down there. That that that's. I, I wonder if anyone has thought yes. of uh, something. Yeah, they, they thought of it. Uh, as a matter of fact, they have a T20 or a 40 overs tournament in. Which was such a success. They played it in the village area, so in, in I think it was Seaton's area, and that that park was filled. They they lift the ban as it were, and people were hugging up each other and kissing and dancing. And I think the, the number of persons who who were infected got worse. And as a result of that, they did not know the local organization to hold a, a, another limited overs tournament. And I think Western Cricket Board has not sanctioned the the inclusion of uh, spectators in in the park because uh, the stadium up in Vivian Richards Stadium. So rightfully, they have enough space. But looking at the, oh, the question, yeah. at, looking at the stadium, you can see that it was it social distancing would not be a problem for a stadium. I'm not sure what the capacity is down there, but it appears to me that they would certainly have uh, had plenty of. Uh, yeah, plenty of room. Uh, I think it might be 10, 15,000. 15, 10 to 15. Okay. I don't think it's 50. But, but 10 to 15,000. Well, I'm subject to be corrected. But you know well, what, is sure amazing, what is amazing to me and what, what, what brought back some smiles? I tell you. Yes. I live yes. there. I live in the same area where the stadium is built. And um, I saw I saw at a windmill there, right? That yeah. <laughs> that I that used to provide me with water. And so 
When I saw it, man, I was so overjoyed to see. But we have JT and I have a little, a little problem finding my mouse. Oh, okay. My mouse. Bring him in. So, as I was saying, I saw the windmill that brought water into the house that I used to use years ago in the 60s as an overseer. So, man, I felt so good seeing seeing the women uh, near the stadium. Let's bring in JT. <laughs> Down memory lane, Leon. Yes, good evening, everybody. Yes, as you were saying. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, in answer to my question, Dennis, JT is on. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, were you saying something? Okay. Let's, let's bring no, in JT. Mm-hmm. I was just saying you're walking down memory lane, Leon. Yes, when I saw it, man, uh, the hair on my hands raised up and say, remember those days I used to raise my chickens right there and goats right there. And the estate house was an overseer. I live right there on that very plantation where the service be built. But let's say hello officially to Dayton. Dayton never lived on an estate. He lived in a mansion. Right, Jason? No, no, no. I'm coming from countryside too, and <laughs> I grown up raised on a farm, and then moved to the moderate city. By I joined the college, and later mm-hmm. on, I went to the big cities by the graduation time. Uh, but the most of the cricket I played in a big city. In the big city, but everybody's wondering what happened to the USA cricket, Jason. Oh, man, this is the disturbing business going on. We don't know the reality, but the few things came out. Uh, There was a kind of uh, circulation was going on for the last 10 days. The people were distributing some uh, docket copy received from the Boulder County, Colorado State, about Mm -hmm. the court filing. And uh, then... uh, it did not came to the exposure until yesterday when the USA Cricket CEO officially put together a media release about that uh, lawsuit and information provided from their side of the story. And then also the indication what's going on and how it's going to impact the game just like that. And immediately after that, we have a a couple of uh, good uh, read came out from ESPN as well as uh, Greek Buzz and a couple of other sources where they tried to uh, put together their side of the story based on the information they received. But uh, even though it looks like everything great when you read, but now this battle is in the court, means that we have to wait and watch to see what is the final outcome is. Uh, in the sum up, this situation is basically this is the two active board members who has a term for three years. They are not up for the election for sure, but they have objected a lot of things the way it's going on. And looking at the court docket, the filing, it's all about uh, delay of that election and how they proceed to announce the chairman's election before you want the next election, mm. and then a few other things. So basically, it's a more of a 
administration and management side of the story. And uh, it's a very unfortunate because uh, to me, it's a 35 plus years in the U.S. And this is the first time I'm seeing that uh, board got some crack and they are heading legal route. In the past, what we have seen is board was objected. I mean, somebody else is taking the board to the court. Now here, a few court board members are going court. Uh, there was also information floating. I think it's official. This case was originally filed on January 8th, about two months back. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think it may have been withdrawn or they might have been to the mediation process or something. But looks like they did not go well. So they came back and filed this another docket. Uh, I mean, uh, possession of the both document, both are the same document, but it has a different case number and different dates on it. That's the only thing I can say. And now, uh, reading at the docket, I will say it's all in a court now. So let the judge decide. And then probably both sides will have their uh, own uh, agenda and the proofs needed to fight for it. But the disturbing part here is the many people, as we read in social media, and the way I feel, it looks like this thing is not going to change if we keep continue doing this. And then it's definitely impacting the cricket overall. Whether it's a past management administration, we had a plenty of uh, foreign uh, administrators in the last five, six years, I would say. And now we have this new board. This is not even their first term completed. There are a few board members who are elected for three years, and their election is supposed to come out in August. And uh, these are the sure some sort of shake-up thing uh, where I feel it doesn't matter outcome of the case. It will be still going to be the divided platform in terms of the board itself, because... Hold your thoughts. Let me just welcome Mr. Mackenzie. Mr. Mackenzie, welcome. Good evening to you and dating each other. Thank you very much. Nice afternoon. Mm -hmm. Nice nice day for the Windies. And I will continue to listen to your show. Let's move on. Yes, indeed. Jatin, back to you. Yes, so there's like, uh, looks like the main... uh, uh, objection here is the way the election has been handled. There is issue of uh, membership going on, and then mm-hmm. uh, definitely it's about that uh, resolution they pass without the members uh, two-third majority, and those are the critical points uh, coming up in a media release and everywhere what we see. So now it's, as I said, it's definitely now it's up to the court. So there is no point or we are not judge or we are not the decision makers in this position. But the overall, I will say it will be definitely hurting uh, cricket progress, cricket itself, Mm -hmm. and definitely it's going to damage some reputation because this is not many people expected. They all been through the hard time during the Ushaka until they suspend third time and uh, dispel them. And now you form this new body. And uh, administration is currently run by the former ICC employee, I will say, with the good enough experience. 
and when such things happens, we can definitely say it's not the right thing for the sport. But it's unfortunate it's happening. And uh, for my side, as far as I'm concerned, I'm involved in a multiple sport. I have not seen this kind of situation in any American sport. Mm. Leon, I have a question for Jason. Yes, Dennis. Go ahead, Dennis. Jason, I, I understand that there are at least 725 members in the USA <clears throat> cricket or uh, and the need to move this to 20,000. You have an organization <laughs> which appears to be administered by 725 people instead of a selected, um, you know, top administrators. Surely you're going to have this type of uh, infighting and jealousies and uh, people trying to feather their own nest. What, why do they have such a large number of members appearing to dictate what's going on as opposed to, um, you know, a, a small group of chairman, president, treasurer, etc., who would be responsible for the day-to-day running of the organization? Well, at the moment, it's a big question. And the uh, way I read and the way the people talk, I don't think anyone knows in this country who is running cricket. We got the board. We have the CEO and operation team with the two other employees overseeing the cricket for day-to-day operation. And then they have the, the contract with the Willow and A's. And then we are looking at uh, a lot of things, minor league, major league, and then they have this national tournament is coming up. They are doing the recruiting for the volunteers. And now you must have seen last two days or so, there's another uh, uh, offer came out for the existing uh, academies to have an expression of interest, I call it. If you have the good facility, good indoor batting cages and equipment and all those stuff, USA Cricket is looking for a partnership with them. So in a sort, it's a very hard to say who is doing what. Let me tell you other way. We don't know who has the true power to do certain things, and that is not clear. But they are all working together, I will say. That's another good side. And going back to that membership, so we have to understand when the USA Cricket was established as a new board, initially they offer a free membership at almost no cost to anybody. It was a matter of registration in a certain time. And because of that, we got 6,000 plus members, right? And immediately after the year later, they were not able to retain all those members. The two major reasons is maybe their performance. And number two big one is there was a $10 cost now to become member. Yes, if you look at the media or social media, there is a uh, people say that uh, in a first election, these candidates, whoever wanted to win, they push uh, too much local side to bring the new uh, people in as a registered member so they can get more local votes, right? And that was exactly the case is now because you drop off almost 86 plus percent by the first election and you come down to the less than 750 members, right? And then you got a few 
blocks going on, I will say real trouble started with the 2019 election. They're supposed to do in August, and it was delayed by a few months, right? And that, that's the beginning, I will say. And now this election is already six months past due, and now we are still not sure what is the exact date should be or could be. And now with this uh, court lawsuit, I will say the injection comes, the election may be for the delay. And by the time they finish this election, they're supposed to do the another one uh, after August, where the couple of board members, three-year term, going to expire. So this is ongoing situation. But these 20,000 members, uh, we still not confirmed yet. The way I read it says those many members has been verified. Means what it is that there was a process where you have to submit, like you have a team, you have to fill out the spreadsheet and give it to the USA Cricket, and they will issue a unique ID, and they'll send you the email to you to confirm your membership, and then you pay the $10 dues to become mm -hmm. a member, right? So in that process, they reached out. The another thing, uh, way we look at it, they are putting number, 141 leagues. Now, in the past, we used to hear about 30, 40 leagues at the most in U.S. But there was a count of a, we call it a leagues, the real leagues. Sometimes, if you look at Los Angeles, they have like four or five divisions, and they have 80-plus teams. Same thing in New York, same thing in Chicago. And they were used to be a huge volume and less number of leagues. In the new format, I think all it takes is you need a three teams of 14 members each, and it can become a league. No. And then you have a lot of academies, college programs, and youth programs, and even softball tennis people are also included. So these numbers are definitely growing. It can be larger, but that we are not sure what is the exact number is. Right. I have a if you go to again. the site, yeah. Yes. If you go to the site, it says we have two hundred thousand plus people following cricket in this country. Plus Four years back, people. before the first election, there was a different administrator and says we have this uh, strategic partnership with the cricket clubs and we have sixty thousand plus uh, playing active members, something like that. You know. And then when real election came out, we barely had a 6,000 people. Within a matter of years, now we got 700-something. And now all of a sudden, we are talking 20,000. Question, so, Jason. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Question. Now that what I don't understand, and maybe you have more information on this. For example, the Southern Cricket... Southern California Cricket Association is a member of the uh, United States Cricket uh, Association. The question is, how many members does the, or the group such as Southern California have? Do, is it one membership for Southern California Cricket, one membership for Northern California, one membership for Chicago, one mem or every member of the it Southern California League. It should be multiple. It should be multiple because the formation is very clear. And you know that some of the cities have a multiple leagues, like New York. I believe they have half dozen yes. leagues. Right? 
but, Chicago but, has but about Leah, three, four, right? Yeah. Right. But but Jason, Jason, yeah. in Southern yeah. California, the SCCA has several, maybe five or six or seven different leagues. But the SCCA in Southern California is the organization that runs cricket in Southern California. The Northern California has several leagues, but the Northern California Cricket Association is the governing body of that group. So does it not make sense to have your membership derived from the group that administer cricket within the organization? If I wanted to be an associate member of of the United States Cricket Association, then that's fine. I can pay my dues. But ultimately, the person who should be speaking for me is the Southern California cricket or the Northern or the Chicago. I don't understand this huge basket of members that we seem to have who's wielding power in, in a sense that they're causing chaos up there. We will never get anywhere with this type of membership structure. The structure we have right now is a little bit different than what we had in past. In the past, we only had a uh, league memberships, not even club memberships. And the league controls the club and other program memberships. That's what it. This one has a different format. It has a league membership, it has a club membership, and the individual players' membership. Now, this all three people has the eligibility to vote. Vote. Independent yeah. directors need to be voted by the all players. Doesn't matter where they belong to, where they affiliate, whether they're active or not. As long as you are a member, active member, and if you meet their criteria, which is terms and condition on membership, you are eligible to vote. Yeah. Then you have the team. Every team or club has a one vote where they have their own representative, which they call it the club representative from the entire nation, right? And then you have a league representative, means the league has a one director to elect in a league. So if you look at overall compared to all system, all these people involved have at least the opportunity to vote and speak. Now, it's a definitely burden and the way you saying it, it's a right in that direction. But they have formed these bylaws to go with these particular options, and we have to live with it, right? It's a, even for everybody. And it's, to me, it makes more sense to have the individual player or the fan become a member of organization directly. It is wide open open to public, absolutely has a no restrictions or commitment needed. As long as you pay membership and become member, you are good to go. The old system can be controlled by the league, local league people about teams or their members, something like that. So it's just open up a little bit freedom for everybody. Then we have to compromise the structure-wise, right? And that's what all they have done. Leon, I've, I've, not, I've noted in the past couple of years, we've had the same type of argument or from South Africa. We've had it from India. We've had it from Sri Lanka. Even have it in the West Indies Creed Association where the membership structure is so large that 
we have too many chiefs, as they say, and I don't mean this to be uh, insulting, but we seem to have too many, too many yeah. head head people and no and too few workers. And the workers seem as if they well maybe this is not the right, you know. But it is too large and cumbersome, and it's impossible to get that type of uh, membership structure in line where you can have an organization that's properly run. Court cases are being filed in South Africa, in Sri Lanka, I think some in the West Indies perhaps, and now what is happening here with the administrative functions of cricket at the, um, you know, international and local level? What's going on? Well, Linford McKenzie, do you have a suggestion? Yes, I, I want I want to come in here because some time ago when I was serving as umpire and training umpires in the United States cricket, um, they, they, they had the they had the entire country in different re- in different regions. I don't know how many regions they had then. But from that region, the representative or two representatives would become a member of USACA. And though that was, that was the governing body of cricket here. So I don't think we need to overwhelm ourselves with having uh, that member, everybody be sitting at the table. We won't have enough chairs for everybody coming to the top meeting of the United States Cricket Association. We will do well going back into the regions and ask the regions to, if we have eight regions or seven regions, we ask them to send two reps to the U.S. Um, Association, yeah. you know, and that will be just 14 people running the whole thing. And that should be quite okay. You develop from there. But I don't think you have to overwhelm yourself with okay. every member come being a part of the of, of the executive body. I don't think so. So mm-hmm. I think to make it easier, make the zones, get reps of the zones, and those people go on to be a part mm-hmm. of the of the national national government body. And that should be much easier, much more manageable, and that would do it for us, I'm sure. Yeah, Back I hear you. you. What, what, would, what do you think is likely outcome of the court cases? What can happen? Well, in my opinion, I will say Court will definitely go with the bylaws. Again, we are not decision makers, but the argument goes with the what is the base information they can. It's a one thing is for sure that U.S. Secretary is a 501c3 non-for-profit organization yeah. approved by the IRS. Yeah. Beyond that, there is no legal. Uh, accreditation or a confirmation or a power given by government in this country, right? So 501c3 comes with guidelines 
we call it sometimes recommendation. Mm-hmm. What do you do, what not to do kind of thing. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a unfortunate that uh, what we facing in cricket, especially in U.S. in last 10 years, it's more of a fight going towards the power and money. And to deal with it, the argument comes towards the bylaws. Because they are trying to ban it, find a way to, I will say, make a possible agenda out of it. And sometimes it may require because of the situation, right? But the major change is, or anything need to be done, if the bylaws say is inviting, like you need the members to third vote, then it's going to stick with it. And that is how the other sports are running. But honestly, in my opinion, this is supposed not to be at this level in a legal fight. This is the internal board issue. You have about a dozen board members and one administrator, team of 11. The one side is filing the case. I think two or three board members are not on either side, and the remaining people are on the other side of the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it, this is a more of an administrative situation. And a lot of things went in a different direction because... Uh, I will say lack of transparency and accountability. And then top of that, I will say they did not do certain things. For example, calling off election in 2020, they're supposed to do in August or last quarter of 2020. And uh, there were actually the statesmen made that there will be election in this year and did not happen. And then you putting the statement like uh, because of the COVID. Well, mm-hmm. this is the online election, and we had a major election where you have Jetin, 160 million. Hold your thoughts. hold your thoughts. Let me announce that sure. we will the uh, Walter Henry birthday and anniversary all would be extended to 7:15 instead because of uh, yes. the circumstances beyond our control right now. But we'll. Do at 7.15. Jatin, if you can continue with us, because we want to yes. keep you so, occupied so to talk about yeah. other things before yeah. we go. Go ahead. Right. So basically, at this moment, for all of us, is the only good thing is look out for the media, look out for the social media. It's all about how you read and how you judge the situation because uh, we might have uh, different things coming out from different sources. But it will be interesting where uh, I will be interested is to see the outcome from the court. I believe they had enough opportunity to resolve, did not work Mm -hmm. around. And it will be very sad thing to say that it will cost some money to someone who has a cricket interest. And that is unfortunate Mm -hmm. and hope. This uh, should not give the punishment to the all the things we have ongoing yeah, that includes the government or the men's or women teams operation side. I hope they can find a way to keep continue with the moment we have in terms of the players.
and the game must go on while they dissolve yeah. the situation. You know? mm-hmm. Can, can yeah, anyone we, speculate? Can anyone speculate as to what if what effect this uprising, if I might call it that, will have with the United States membership association membership of the ICC? I mean, we have United States sending teams to play in various countries overseas as part of the ICC. Now, the ICC were involved with uh, kind of restructuring not so long ago. What came out of that? How could we have gone from uh, the ICC helping to restructure the situation to now what we have going on today? Clearly, something wasn't done correctly or something isn't being done correctly today. What yes. is it? Any speculation there? Not really, but I will say, as I said, game must go on. They're supposed not to pose or affect anything in terms of the playing situation, condition, and operation side. So ICC events will not be any setback or something. But in this one, yes, definitely I'm with you. ICC people were involved to resolve this situation in the last three, four years. And uh, why we are back to square one, it's a definitely thinking point at the moment. And I, I will say the same thing. They took a lot of time to develop these uh, bylaws. Uh, how come this happening? But it's a straightforward. There's a something board or administration did not do right. We don't know what is right or wrong, but there's a something which... Uh, individuals or the one side is not happy the way it's going and the other people thinks we are doing all right in situation right so it is not we can take either side because we are just outsider we can't decide anything we just have to read we have to know the things as much as we can and just stick with it but uh, hopefully this will be resolved because this is not a something big issue it's a matter of time and I will say, if the court do it right, then it may come out uh, sooner this season, unless one side is don't want to give up anything at all. And then we don't know how long it takes, because that's how this uh, uh, court situation works. You know, a lot of times we hear out-of-court settlement. What is it? It's a compromise between the two parties, so the legal uh, people to come out the solution. And I'm... Uh, hopeful on that side rather than we drag into a uh, long-term lawsuit which can cost huge money to all involved, I will say. Well, let's hope for the sake of the USA cricket that some resolution is found and found, found um, readily. Quickly. Okay, mm-hmm. yes, indeed. Um, as, before you go, Jatin, I know we just have Audley. Audley, welcome. just want to say hello. So we extend until 7.15, the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. So, no problem. Yeah, so if you want to say hello. Oh, all well, the good evening all. to my fellow panelists. Mm-hmm. And good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to our listeners throughout the world. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. indeed another pleasant Sunday evening here for us. And, uh, yeah, this is a, a bit on the cool side, not cold, just mm-hmm. maybe in the mid-1670s and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful day right here in sunny South Florida. Mm-hmm. Jatin, India. Okay, thank you. Jatin, India won the the T20 series. The women. The legend. The legend. Yeah. No. 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 Wait. No. No. 
Oh, oh, no, the Wendy. I'm coming in late, so let me listen. (laughs) Sorry. Yes, no, I said the Wendy, the series against England, three matches to two, and the final match was a huge total, and they won the legends as well as Audley was saying, and but the women went down to the South Africans. What is happening in their cricket, man? They they are flourishing. Give us your thoughts. Well, women's cricket is a little bit on the panic side right now because they heavily rely on the spin ballers. And now South Africa did well in this particular ongoing series because they have a couple of good batters. And then eventually also it comes down to the some uh, fielding losses. So we'll not be panicked too much. There are these uh, well-qualified ladies out there. You know, the Mithali Raj is leading the ODI, where the uh, injured captain, Herman Preet, is, uh, runs the T20 side. And these are the capable people who went to the two World Cup finals in Australia as well as England. So this is the strong side. Uh, I believe there is a lot of issues going on because of this COVID situation. And uh, then again, there's a couple of uh, good batters came out from the South Africa side. So we are not even panicking too much. But definitely they lost the series. Even they had a couple of records broken in terms of the personal achievements for a couple of players. But uh, I believe give them some time and they'll be bounced back. On the men's side, it's a huge. Uh, it's a hard to believe that uh, this uh, team is getting crazy. Any new player comes in a team, he is uh, just gluing his name to the roster. And uh, that's a panic button. We got like, what, three more new players in this T20, and uh, all are selling their spot. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can dump them based on the performance. So what happens yeah. is basically... India did raise the standard of uh, fitness. They raised the bar on, uh, if you like, if you don't uh, uh, pass the fitness, you're not built part of the team. And then yeah. coach and the captain both said there should not be any compromise in fitness, period. And yeah. that is the standard needed, for us, especially for India, where you have 40 players who can play the international cricket and you have to tighten your belt in terms of the selection criteria. Uh, England uh, did not do well in a couple of games when they lost. And the last one was a definitely a underperform from their ballers, actually, because this huge total came out because of the opening uh, slot change where the Virat Kohli moved to the top and uh, started opening. And uh, because of that, and uh, Surya Yadav coming as a one-down, who is a Bombay profile batsman in IPL, and he made a huge impact. But for the England side, is a worrisome is their ballers. Like uh, Mark Wood, Jafra Archer were doing all well in series, and all of a sudden, they all went for the runs in the last game. Uh, on the pitch side, I would say this one a little bit tough. Uh, flatter pitch out of those five games they played. Uh, I will rate this is the one of the best batting pitch had out of five games they played. So you're expecting the score heavy. Unfortunately, England started well, but did not maintain their momentum, and that is what they lost. Bradley, any comments? 
yeah, it it that series was was a was a very good series. It was a it's like a, a battle between Hammer and Tums, you know, who is gonna mm-hmm. gain the ascendancy. Um there we have you know, one going one up, the next one draw even and it was just like that. So these are the sort of contests that you, you like to watch when it comes down to the wire, anybody can really it's gonna be up to the one that perform in in the final match that will take the whole series. And um what Mr Mr Pat- Mr. Patel, point something out there about those guys from the IPL. Let me tell you, every Indian player, just as he pointed out, you can almost pick any Indian player right now and put them in the the T20 side, and they're going to perform. You see, they have become accustomed to playing under pressure. They they have become accustomed to playing in, you know, 50, 70-odd thousand people, you know, in the stadium. So when they come up, when they when they're making their international debut or just playing for the for the country, it's just like another big IPL match I can tell you. And they are performing. You know, it, it it's hard. They have a headache right now. Um India can easily field at least two well, certainly two, but maybe mm-hmm. another three and a, a third team that can beat any other side or at least compete with any other nation in the world. They, they are they are doing so well in the IPL. Um, um, you have guys like uh, Mikey Holding and a lot of other commentators that are talking about um, the IPL. This is this. I mean, T20 is destroying the Test cricket, and of course, the the main and the most popular is the IPL. But I can tell you, it has transformed um, the the T20 in particular. The IPL has helped to transform Test cricket itself, because a lot of things that um, batters would not have tried formerly. No, they just want to even like what India did in in Australia, and um, they just want to know that they have uh, some wicket in hand, and they turn they just turn the, the game into like a T20 match playing those unconventional shots, there's improvis- improvisation and, and stuff like that. So they, I would say the, the IPL is helping the, 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 the cricketers to become better cricketers, uh, even while playing 50 overs or playing four days or test match. I mean, it, it, it was very, some very high-quality high quality cricket was being played between the two sides. Good battle. Let, let's welcome Virgil all the way from Antigua. He's seen cricket. Roger? Yeah, good, good evening to all the listeners and good evening to all the panelists. Hey, good evening. He's near the stadium and uh, I don't blame him. Hey, he, had a good, <laughs> he had a good game today, right? Yeah, wonderful game, man. Yes. All right. Really happy. Did, did you see Mr. Springer? Did you see Vernon Springer? No? Nope. You got to go and look for him, man. He'll put you on... Um, you can't go nowhere close to the game, so. Okay. Yes, folks, so we're going to delay. We're delaying the birthday hours until the past seven. So, so bear with us as we just con- just finish up this section. Uh, oddly, not oddly, but Jatin, did you touch the, the legends? Legends? The legends? Championship? Uh, yes, sir. I have not heard if they have played a final or not because I haven't seen any 
It was played today. It was played today. Yeah, West Indies, India are supposed to be in a final. <laughs> no, mm. no. India beat West Indies in semifinals. <laughs> India beat West Indies in the semifinals. Sri Lanka and oh, India so had India the finals today. Oh, India is playing Sri Lanka. India yeah. is playing yeah. Sri, Lanka. Sri Lanka. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm not sure the result, but uh, you expect India will win. I, I can give a shame. Shame. I, I can, India, I can, India, I India give won. India won. I, I had it, but I can't find it. So they have a huge, strong lineup, you know, a strong lineup in batting yeah. and bowling both. Okay, India, India batted first, and Sewa goes out, bowled by Herat for 10. Kendulka was caught by Maharuk for 30. And um, other useful contribution, Yuvram Singh, uh, he hit four, four sixes and fours in his innings of 60 from 41. Uh, Yusuf Pasan. Patan made 62 not out from 36 with five sixes and four fours. And Ephraim Patan, uh, he was he was he was not out and eight uh, 181 for four after 20 overs. Harass one wicket. Jaya Surya um, two from 17. Two, two I mean one wicket for 17 from two overs. Maruf, oh he was a pick of the bowler. Maruf. He got one for 16 from four overs when the when when the batters were going berserk. He really came down and, and you know bowled really good. So in re, in reply, the Sri Lankans um I, I get to watch most of the Indians innings, but then I had to leave you know when I went out to work. Um, Dilshan made 21, Jay Surya made 43, and Jay Singhi made 40 from 30, and where we Ratney uh, made 38, but if they came up a, bit, a little short because they made 167 for seven. So they 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 finished um, with some 14 run shot. India won the final, but when you Jensen, when you look at the stadium, you think it was the final of World Cup. Uh, these mm-hmm. guys, um, Yuvraj Singh, Tendulkar, those guys is like they have never left the scene. The shots that they play, I tell you, it's like, look, man, they, they, can, they can come and just walk right into the Indian team or the West Indies team, the, the, the way, you know, those guys are playing. Um, the one, the West Indies was, an, was another um, a, a ding-dong battle because um, in, in the semifinals, India again made a, quite a big score. It was, um, uh, I, don't, I don't have it right now. I'd have to go back to the, the, the um, in the history, uh, in the archives. But um, mm-hmm. they made, I think, 220, 220 odd. And West Indies made over 200, but they, I think they fell short by about 12 runs. So it, it was, again, a very high-scoring semifinal, semifinal um, match between the, India, the two Indians, <laughs> West Indian and, and India. <laughs> yeah. To hold your thoughts, because Jason, why don't you fill us in with our guest that is coming on at um, 8? Just want to tell our listeners we're not unable to. Um, have with us Mr. Skerritt. He had some other engagement, and in addition to that, he had a debt in the family. So oh, sorry, get... sorry to hear that. Yeah, we want to hear that as well. So, so JD... we, are, we are getting the one uh, young coach from the Boston area. He's uh, mm-hmm. coaching youth down there, and uh, we'll be happy to discuss with mm-hmm. 
What's his, his name? Chirag but Chirag Chirag but T-H-A-T-T. We had the Butt brothers, but this is the mm-hmm. different Butt now. And uh, he's the young fellow. B-H-A-T-T. Sirag is a C like a Charlie, H like a Henry, I, R like Robert, A, G like George. Sirag. Okay. And then we'll discuss asking him about what he does, but I believe he's involved heavily in youth cricket down there. Yes, we do the honors. Uh, sure. Tell us about him, but just for our knowledge. No right? problem. Yes, okay. indeed. Thank you so much. I appreciate all that you have given to us. We have Virgil, but he comes on because today we are going to be having a happy, happy birthday anniversary for, for Simon O'Brien. Okay, so. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, happy no An- happy anniversary, I mean. Anniversary. Yeah. anniversary. Oh yeah, anniversary. Yeah. That's yeah. What I anniversary. Anniversary. Yeah. And just, just before right. you go into that, um, Leon, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna um, just correct something because last week, as yes. I, I mentioned about the legend, the, the matches that were being played between uh, the Australia and the West Indian, you know, and um, because Australia had zero points, I was just trying to catch up at the time because um. We weren't really following on, following on the, the matches, but um, on greater inspection, you know, you know, uh, realized just to understand that um, because of um, COVID, a, a corona yes. outbreak, mm-hmm. the Australians actually um, withdrew from the competition. Mm-hmm. That's, they had zero points, and um, so all all their matches they, they had forfeited because of the corona. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that's a correction. Um, yes. Hope everybody understands that. Okay. Yes. Okay, so take it away, Art. Let me play a little and bump it a little bit. Okay. Okay. Come on in, Art. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's the time of the evening when we take a look in the cricketing fraternity and we say, hey, happy birthday. When you also can come in, you can join in on the fun. Join at the fun. It's 515-605-9850. 515-605-9850. Yes, and as we go, we'll give you um, an occasional footnote on individuals and things what happened. Okay, so once again, it's the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour, and today is the 21st of March. And as Leon mentioned before, yesterday was the anniversary of Simon and, and his wife, Irma, and we'll be having a little celebration here as well for them. So today's birthday, we start with Atlee Jamaican young athlete Brianna Williams, right here in Florida. She's 19 years young today. She's a world champion, under-19 under champion in um, the 100 meters and 200, double, 100 and 200, who holds the record. So she's celebrating her birthday today. Happy birthday to you, Brianna. She's trained by Otto Boland right here in Florida. Cricket mm. now, Mr. Alvin Kalicharan. Yes, today right. he's celebrating his birthday, Alvin Kalicharan. And, and the, the late 
Bartley Gaskin, right? The anniversary of his birth. In England, we have, not England, Australia, we have Alec Bannerman. Alec Bannerman, he's the brother of um, the, the man that faced the first ball in Test cricket, Charles Bannerman, faced the first ball from Alfred Shaw. So he is, we celebrate the anniversary of his birthday along with Graham Thomas, Malcolm, Jack Sanders, and from England, Matthew Maynard from New Zealand. Um, he was born in Australia, but he played for New Zealand. Grant Elliott. Frederick Kais from South Africa. We have Asti Berman from the Netherlands. Mohamed Nawaz and Quintana Gillan, female cricketer from Pakistan. For tomorrow, we have Mr. Train is coming, baby. Ken Booth out of Jamaica. Singer will be celebrating his birthday. Um, cricket, we have Joyce Brewer, George Thomas, and Elaine Bray, all from Australia. Seth Burke uh, and um, George Hoswell. Josh Robert, all from New Zealand. Chris Watmouth from England. Chris Duckworth from South Africa. Shweb Raghunath from Trinidad Tobago and Ralston Chase from oh, Barbados. They'll be celebrating tomorrow as well. I hope Mr. Chase will use tomorrow to continue work on his game to help help him to break back into the West Indies side. Ashad Khan from Pakistan, Kenny Coral from Ireland, Lydia Francis from India. Okay, I will, uh, India named Francis well. My cousin. Leon will have to look about that. Leon My cousin. Will have to look about that. <laughs> My okay, cousin. Okay. Okay. For the 23rd of March, we have Kyle Irwin, the basketball player. He will be celebrating his birthday on the 23rd. And we have a sad um, memory, Jacob Killer Miller. He was killed on the, uh, in, it's either Hope Road. I, I always mix up those two roads in Jamaica, Hope Road and Old Hope Road, one of the two. But he died, I remember it was a Sunday evening, Sunday afternoon, when he died in that motor vehicle accident. Jacob Killer Miller, the bionic dreader he was, he was called and um, Mo Farah from England, Mo Farah, he's actually, a lot of people don't realize that, but he's actually Mohammed Farah, but he just called Mo. So uh, Mo Farah, he is an athlete from England who represents England and middle distance running. He will be celebrating on the 23rd. Dennis Earnhardt and um, Brian Hastings from New Zealand. We have Debbie Wilson and Ben Barnett from Australia, Michael Atherton and Maurice Aslam from uh, England, Mitchell Tissera from Sri Lanka. We have Shamilia Mushtag, female cricketer from Pakistan, along with Wazim Bari and Sonia Khan, Astul Wasan from India, Sonil Ambrace, yes, he'll be celebrating on March as well. Sonil Ambrace from the West Indies will be celebrating the 23rd. For the 24th, Dean Jones, the late Dean Jones, he left us. I think late last year, early this year, time flies so much. I don't remember. I think it's late last year, Dean Jones from Australia. And Alistair Haley, the female wicketkeeper, um, played for Australia, of course, and is the wife of Michelle Stark. Uh, we have Mehinda Pushpakamara from Sri Lanka, Leslie Gay, Tim Lam, 
Graham Swan, Hardington Connor from England. We have Gorm McCarthy from South Africa, Stephen Lovitz from the Netherlands, Ajat Fakhar from Pakistan, Andrew Elliott from New Zealand, Shakib Alassan from Bangladesh, Ryan Higgins from Zimbabwe, and Bashar Hassan from Kenya. From for the twenty fifth, Miss Arita Franklin, the birth of Miss Arita Franklin. She was born back in nineteen forty two. Of course, she left us in August of twenty eighteen. And we also have the test debut of Mr. Ian Bishop, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, he made his debut against India. Ian Bishop. Um, from birthdays, we have Rahum Rashid. Imran Abbas, Basil Khan, all from Pakistan. Yubrab Singh, not the prolific Yubrab Singh, but he's, he's a Yubrab Singh as well, from India. And Ashok Dana also will be celebrating on the 25th. Ross Duncan from Australia. Maurice Bird from England. Neil McBray from Scotland. Brooke Walters from New Zealand. And on this day also, Sri Lanka became the, th- the third nation to play. No, not the third. Um, I'll have to get that one. But I, I know the Sri Lanka joined, joined the-, the test rank back in. I got it wrong. I'm sorry. I apologize about that one. South Africa. South Africa became the third nation to play test cricket. And that was way back in 1889 versus England. And England won by eight wickets. So it is South Africa that uh, made their entrance into test cricket back in 1889. For the uh, 26th, we have Diana Ross from Lay of the Supremes. She was born back in 1944. From England, we have Bill Edrich and Graham Barlow. Uh, from Australia, Ray Robinson, Roddy Kotsia, umpire from South Africa. We have Gregory Statham and Prosperous Yusiria from Zimbabwe. Mushtaq Ahmed from Pakistan. Kidash Yadav from England. And Georgia Wareham from New Zealand. Finally, on Saturday, we have... Um, singer Derek Morgan out of Jamaica. He's in his 80s nowadays. <laughs> 19, born back in 1940. Um, we also have the death of Bob Andy. I remember Mr. Mr. Gentleman, you come on Saturday morning, he told us about himself and Bob Andy. Patrick, um, Patrick, Patrick, right. Thank you, thank you, Leon. Patrick, right. So Bob Andy left us on the 27th of mm. March 2020. So it will be one year since he's gone. Bob Andy. Okay, um, Xavier Marshall from Jamaica. Beverly Brown from Trinidad Tobago will be celebrating also. Imran Tahir from South Africa. Sana Javid from Pakistan. Kurt Breckenstock from Namibia. George Hearn. And from Smiles from England. And we have Chris Brown from New Zealand on fire. And uh, we have Chandi uh, Wickham and Singhi from Sri Lanka. Uh, Toby Lewis and Mark Adir 
from Ireland. And that's what I have here for you, Leanne. So yes, back to you thank for you. Thank you so much. And yesterday, like you said earlier on, Simon and Irma celebrated 56 years of marriage together. And I just want to say on behalf of the entire cricket show that we want to extend our best wishes to the Simon and Irma on attaining some 56 years of marriage. We wish them well. We hope they'll go on to live for what, a very long time. What, one quick question. I want you to finish, Leon, please. Yeah. We just hope that they go on to celebrate many, many more years of joy, happiness, and togetherness. So they're going to take time out now. Each each member will celebrate Simon and Irma. They're very much on board with us, but before they say anything, we're going to take the opportunity to say it. Why don't we start with you, Simon? Just talk about Simon. Virgil is on. Yeah. Good evening, Simon. Uh, good and evening, Mr. Francis. How are you doing in Antigua? Pretty good. I just want to tell you, you and your wife that celebrate our anniversary. Just, I think. For me, I think it's a special anniversary because it's six, as I say, 60, and I'm not, no, 56. I did not reach that destination as yet. So 56. it's a very, very long time. And I just want to wish you guys all the best and many, 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 many more to come and just enjoy it. I thank you so much, Mr. Francis, and enjoy your trip in Antigua and get back thank home you. safely. Thank you. Let's go over to Mr. McKenzie. Mr. McKenzie. Yes, I want to I want to join the noble throng in wishing everyone a happy birthday, happy anniversary. But we're, we're just dedicating this portion to Simon and Irma. McKenzie. Oh, especially to Simon and Irma. Boy, you deserve all blessings. And thank you so much, praying. Mr. McKenzie. Thank you, thank you so much. And we're going to keep praying that you continue in that way. Best, thank, best you. thank you very much. Thank Dennis, you, you're on. Dennis? Well, I, yes, I'm here. I want to wish Simon and Irma every best wishes for their anniversary and hope that they can live to enjoy many, many more happy days together. I mean, last week uh, I was celebrating my 21st, and I thought I did well, you know, but, uh, <laughs> looking at you. Yeah, far to go. I'm, I have a long way to go, so at least I have a good uh, mentor to follow. Congratulations right. to you both. But, yeah. And 21 is a big score, too. 21 is good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mr. And, Mr. and Mrs. O'Brien, it's yes, a very, very <laughs> special occasion um, when it comes to me, where you, as far as I'm concerned, because um, you guys, um, came aboard. Uh, I remember hearing this young man talking and saying he was introduced to the program by Iva's dad, and um, yes. continued talking. And uh, and then you know, finally we met. You know, on my way back from Georgia. You know, you always talk about Georgia, and you know, and your son is there. So I said, look, we have to meet, man. So you know, finally, I met the the, the honourable couple. Uh, stayed by the house, you know, I stopped by for the evening and we had a wonderful one out to us, you know, well entertained and I, I will never forget this day, sir. I'll never forget. And, and uh, you're of course, still 
come to make a pit stop next time you're going back home. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, okay. I, I know. I know. I have an open invitation. I have an yeah. open invitation. <laughs> right. Okay. So I just, you have a very yeah. good memory. Um, oddly, you have a very good memory. So I just want to wish you guys. Yes. So I just want to wish you guys all the best. And the question, the question I was going to ask, um, Leon, I'm going to ask you because I was speaking to Ivor yesterday, and I told him that I think your your, your anniversary, um, you and um, your wife was married longer, um, got married before Leon and his wife. So I said, look. Um, I'm telling you this with my feet planted firmly in the air, so don't quote me. I wasn't sure. <laughs> so, um, Homet is you are Leon is ahead. Which of them? Yeah, he's he's beating me by by plenty. Four years. Okay, okay. I just wanted I to know. Say, I just wanted to know. Okay. I, I just wanted to know. I was on, so let me bring him in. Seven eight six three 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 zero. Yes, indeed, that is me, and um, getting in from the field, I could not have missed the celebrating event for Simon and uh, Irma, because Simon would have told me, well, first of all, Irma told me she married to Simon because she always remember playing the game, Simon says, Simon says, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Irma, Simon told me, well, she got my Irma because she survived. Hurricane Irma, um, probably being adult, so. <laughs> so with that, I really want to say, on behalf of my father, Mr. Walter Henry, whom this um, birthday and anniversary always is really recognized, I want to say, on his behalf, I want to say, thanks for loaning us, Mr. and Mrs. O'Brien, and I'm going to wish you guys all the very best. Um, for the remainder of your lives, I hope that you do not just exist, but you would really live out the remainder of your life. And uh, I'm not going to be able to catch you at 56, because the 140 years that's allotted to me, 120, mm-hmm. I, I beg your pardon, I don't think getting mm-hmm. married at yes. this time, I'm going to make the six. So with that, I'm going to say... You could still make a start. Julian, yes. I will uh, follow... <laughs> Yeah, we're running time. Yeah, if I, if I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I just Go want ahead. to wish this, this wonderful couple um, all the very best in life. And like I say, we lead, they lead, and we follow by the example. So with that, I would say kudos, celebrate, and Thanks. don't forget to celebrate the fall of March. Because I thank forward. you so much. Whatever it is. Yes. Yes, thank, thank you very much. Hold, hold your thoughts. Sir. Hold your thoughts because we're going to dedicate a couple of songs to you first and then we're going to make you make your grand entrance. So don't go nowhere. Listen to the tunes that I've selected for you. And Irma. The heart. My love. There's only you in my life. The only thing that You're every breath that I take 
All that was <laughs> well put together. Well done. That was well done. You put the icing on the cake. 56 years. Still batting, head down. I'm going for the century now. Okay. Uh, nice. <laughs> what you have you to tell Mr. Mr. Dennis? We have to tell Dennis. We have to tell Ivor. We have to tell Virgil. What you have to tell whom? Well, to tell me. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm just approaching the crease, uh, Leo. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Simon, Simon already hit this half a century, and I'm approaching the crease. I have to put my head down and make sure I stay disciplined, stay focused, yes. and get there because half a century is always very nice to get to. Well right, done. Very right, well right. done. I, I felt like that the first night, too, and I said, one day at a time. As Marley said, one love, you know, and we love each other more and more every day. Every day for the past years. And it is a wonderful life. One day? I I think I made a wonderful choice. You you think? you 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 think? (laughs) 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 <laughs> 56 years ago Because he's still waiting for the big fry pan oh. <laughs> I think what I think what he the meant The first night they gave us a big frying pan And Irma mm-hmm. traveled, she hangs it up in the kitchen yeah. And she said, you see that? What's okay, that? that's right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You better behave yourself huh? I, Leah Leonite she used it yet. Simon, 56 years. She didn't use it yet. All yeah, right. I think, I think Simon meant back then on that first night, he thought about, he thought if he made the right decision. Today, he knows that he made the right decision. There's no two <laughs> right. ways about it. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I stand corrected. Thank you. Simon, I, I, I want to know the secret. For that long jeopardy, I need to know the secret, and I I need to know how you bought those yaker and the bouncer. <laughs> I want to know how you play those. Amen. <laughs> well, you know, like I said before last year when you asked me, I said there's no one size fits all. What works for us might not work for you. So oh. every case is different. Every case is different. You just tell, do... tell me about it. T- tell me about it. <laughs> I love the first day we saw. The first day we met each other, and we're still together. Oh, all right. I heard that. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. That was my, my aunt yeah. introduced me to Simon the first day my aunt and I was walking, and she introduced me to Simon, and from that day, this is, this is it. That was, a, that, was, that was a magical yeah. moment, right? Yeah, a magical moment. Yeah, a awesome. match made in heaven. A match made in heaven. <laughs> Yeah, right. um, a lot of matches are made in heaven. The only thing we, we, that we don't live without on earth. But for you guys, <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. for you guys, I can tell you that is that is. And thank All you right. so much and, for and I'm just, Simon, Simon, I'm just speaking from from a personal experience because I was married for for 25 years too, and and all of a sudden it's like hey person don't want to be married again, what are you going to do? Eh? I mean, it was made in heaven, but it wasn't lived out on earth. <laughs> at, at least that was all. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Simon is a good guy. He's a yeah, good he, guy. He, he, <laughs> takes, he takes two. I'm saying to all you young men, 
like um, Ivo and Virgil and all you young men and Mr. Mackenzie and the young men. Thank you. Take it once. Thank you one very much. One did it. Anyway, anyway, I married him twice. Oh, you did? Oh. Yes, in England, and when we went to Israel, we were married at the Church oh. of Cana. Oh, yes. wow. Oh, my goodness, you heard that? That is historic. Yeah, we went, when that we went to Israel. Awesome. We we mm-hmm. renew our vows there, so. A so reunion, yeah, yeah, renewal. Yeah. He good. There's no third time. He might get the fine pan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it. When it's nice, you do it twice. When it's sweet, you have to repeat. Yes, and we bap- we baptize also in the River Jordan. We are oh. Well, that is what keeping us together. Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, that's and course I do it once more. <laughs> but, but, you, but you know, folks, we have to and you know, when it's hard spend to the time for Simon because go ahead, Ava. Go ahead, Ava. No, I, now I'm just giving the three analogies there. When it's sweet, you have to repeat. When it's nice, you do it twice. And when it's hot, yeah. you take it from the top. So you see, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Simon and Mrs. Yeah. decided that they would start all over again. But it yeah. would never really yeah. start over. It's a continuation. Yes. Now, yes. Um, gentlemen, yes. I must, and, uh, you know, panelists, thank you so much for that wonderful, wonderful evening. That a wonderful day yesterday with Ivo, and today mm-hmm. you put the icing on the cake. Yes, Everything you should be gone away now. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. You our for 50 years, and we had to cancel it because of this, but you made up for it. Gentlemen, yes, you made indeed. up for that. Okay. A thank pleasure, Mr. So Simon, Simon and Mrs. Simon. It's a great pleasure. And it thank you all very much. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. And behind the scene, I just want to tell the folks how much important the, these two couples are to us, at least these two family are together with the show because they have done so much to assist me with, with raising the funds for the organization. It's unbelievable. And I'm grateful, and each member of the panel, of course, is, is grateful for the work that you have done over the years. God bless you all. God bless you all. And stay in love and stay married, man. There's nowhere else to go at this stage. After 56 years, there's no place I can go. Please <laughs> talk with me. Your final word? Your final word? Because we, we may have I some other... it, it was a wonderful life, and I hope each of you on the panel listening can follow um, footsteps and just take one day at a time, and you'll get there. One day at a time. Okay. Thanks for the advice. Thank you, thank yes, you. No, it doesn't yes, matter no. how you try, you can only do one day at a time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Simon, since we missed out the leap here last day, I can forget about being Godfather for the next child, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he, he promised about, to, God, to I, give us a good child. Yes, I can forget about you. being Godfather for your next baby. What do you say? Mm-hmm. I didn't hear what no, I, I didn't hear what I, I said. Last day was a leap here, and that's when this baby come about. Assignment of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Father, so I wonder if I can forget about it now. Yeah, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. 
All right, you keep that up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you all take God bless. Simon, are you going to stay on for us for the question, or you, you can't take a question tonight because you have to give an answer? Thank you so much for that wonderful send-off. Yesterday yes, and today, indeed. you put the icing on the cake. Much better than being on the cruise. You made us feel so very welcome, very happy. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thanks for your songs. Well God bless you guys. God bless, God bless you. you guys. God bless you guys. Thank you. Simon, don't forget to go back into the archives where I, I, know. I read the letter that you wrote to Irma yesterday. Remember that? I, yes, I remember, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And Audrey sent us a nice song yesterday as well. And you played two lovely songs today, Mr. President. Really nice. Thank you so much. All right. You made our day. Yes, indeed. Our day. Yes. And just Only to put the ice in the cake, six years ago we went on our cruise to Australia and we went to the Pacific Islands. Captain had us on the, on the um, stage and introduced Mr. and Mrs. Simon O'Brien. 50th wedding anniversary. The next day everybody saw us. They said, you married 50 years, what? You got married at five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank you. Thank you, Simon. Simon. I, I don't know if All anybody... Right. Good. Just don't know if I have any brothers quickly, because we have... Yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I would like to say a very special happy birthday for my niece, Natasha Charles, who celebrates celebrate her birthday on the 19th of Friday. Um, she's my oldest niece, and I know the second one, she's in New York right now, and she's listening to this um, show at the moment, and her name, this one name is Kenyan, and Kenyan, I'm glad that you're listening to the show, tell Kaden, I said I love him, and I will talk to him, uh, I, I just want to wish Tasha all the best um, for her birthday, which is was on the 19th. All right. Anybody else? Anybody yes, else? I, I, have, I have some nuggets here. I don't have a birthday per se, but I have some nuggets. I am just calling upon the woman's year, the year of the woman, and I see Australia is making a valiant effort to honor the woman in cricket over there. They are putting... Um, Two people are thinking for them for the uh, CEOs for cricket. Olivia Thornton is one of them, and Christine Matthews. They want to really say congratulations to them. They are one of them. Is on the, uh, both of them are on West Australia Cricket Board. And I want to say congratulations to... Um, to Mr. Gavaskar celebrating his 50th birthday, 50th anniversary in one day cricket on March 8th. That was a good occasion for him. And uh, lastly, I have Mr. Wilson of Ireland. He's retiring from first class cricket. I want to wish him best wishes in his retirement from cricket, and do hope he can stick around to make some contribution to the game. So that's it. Back to you, sir. 
Okay, anybody else has any birthday, anything? Any? Nothing for me. Any yeah. anniversary? Okay. I can't find that right now, but I better say. Oh, okay, so, so you have to just wrap up then. Okay. There's a few bargains. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary. We just want to say a quick thank you to all our listeners throughout the world that have been listening. Keep the stage tuned, stay with us, tell your friends that we are on on Sundays from 6 to 9 and join us next week. God willing, when once again we'll present the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Back to you, Leah. Yes, indeed. Okay, let me see if Jatin is on. All right, I didn't see Jatin, but I, I assume that this is Siraj. Am I yes, correct? Good evening. Good evening. Is this Siraj? Good evening. Good evening. This is Siraj, yes. Hey, how are you, my friend? Welcome to the Cricket Show. We have a I number of panelists. We are grateful for your presence and... They tell us that you are one of the best youth coaches in the region. Is that correct? Yes, I am one of the coaches uh, in the Boston area, yes. Yeah, okay. Can you tell us what this entails, coaching young folks, old folks, children, girls, boys? Absolutely, I'm happy to share. So I've I've been uh, coaching young kids, uh, kids uh, who have uh, barely touched the ball or bat, uh, who are pretty new to cricket, uh, so I coach for kids starting ages uh, about six or seven years old, uh, all the way to, uh, you know, 13, 14 years old, uh, mostly up to 12, until they graduate and they, they, they go on to play leather ball or something like that. Uh, so so that's, that's the area I'm, I'm coaching right now, and it's, uh, it's been about, uh, I'd say, three, three and a half years since I've been doing this in my uh, city of Newton, Massachusetts. Uh, close to Boston. Well, tell us, how, how, what makes you go into this profession? You could have gone into something else in the industry, into a profession, and you, you, you chose this sport, this area. What makes you well, do that? Well, of course, this is, yeah, this is a hobby as well. So uh, I, I've been a cricket uh, a fanatic, if you can call me that, uh, oh. for all my life. I've been I've been playing cricket. I still play cricket, uh, very uh, casual cricket. Uh, I watch cricket avidly. I'm a, I'm a I'm a big cricket lover, so I can't you can't keep me away from cricket. And uh, when I came to uh, Boston, uh, and uh, you know now I have I have kids as well. 
And I thought that this is something, uh, if, if I can teach my son cricket, I can probably teach uh, his friends and uh, people around uh, cricket. And that's how it all started. And, and, and now we have, a, we, have a, we have enrollment of 14 to 18 kids every season, which is, which is, which is lovely to say, uh, especially uh, coming from when there was nothing around. So, yeah, it just uh, it motivates me. Uh, there's a lot of intrinsic motivation to do cricket and also to bring cricket in an area where there isn't one right now. So that's also a factor. I'll be proud of to say that I, I, I uh, made cricket, kept cricket alive in, in my city here. So, yeah. You are among the best group of folks who love cricket. And uh, one guy hailed from um, California. He goes by the name of Dennis Heath. Dennis, and for Siraj, or two. Yes, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Siraj. Congratulations on your hobby. And I take my hat off to you for staying in the game and now trying to impart it to the younger ones. My question for you is, when you coach, are you actually coaching for a cricket club or are you coaching in the schools? No, I, I actually uh, started my own, uh, like I, I, it's a club, yes. To short answer, it's a club. Uh, I am still in talks trying to get into schools. Uh, haven't made much headway with schools yet. But that would be the next thing I would want to do is get uh, uh, kids in schools, uh, even if it's casual for fun, get them introduced to the game. Yeah, that would be my next step. I, I certainly look into getting schools, getting into schools here with cricket. So are you able to have arranged matches for your kids with other kids so that they can actually get the feel like a baseball situation? Yes, yes. We, we, we started doing that uh, in the last couple of seasons uh, before I used to have kids play among themselves. Uh, but then yes. I found other players, other, other clubs, uh, and uh, we kind of arranged a few games uh, for us to either go there or they, them to come over here. And this year we are tied up with three uh, or maybe four leagues, and we're going to have a tournament uh, this this spring season. So it's going to be like a little league in, in baseball. It's going to be fun, and it's going to be very very casual as well. So kids are going to uh, start with uh, just just getting this team environment and just trying to have some fun here. So we'll see how this goes. Those you're coaching are they American-born kids or are they kids of expatriates, uh, families, and where is, you know, the grounds of where you find these young ones? Yes, good question. So uh, the demographics of uh, my league uh, in Newton, uh, I would say we have a mix, mostly, uh, I would say, American-born kids, but the parents are expatriates. That's mostly the case. There are a few uh, who uh, came in in the last season? I hope they signed. They were uh, they're like purely American, like no no uh, cricketing background, but they just were curious and they were my son's friends and they they joined and uh, they've been joining us for a few seasons now. So I'm hoping to uh, come back uh, have, have them come back. But to answer your question, yes, mostly they're uh, either American-born kids or. Uh, uh, kids born outside, but they're uh, definitely uh, kids of expatriates who played cricket uh, in their past. So, Thank you so much for the work you do. I wish you well, and I hope you can drill into these youngsters the uh, good fine art of 
cricket, a wonderful sport. Thank you so much for what you do. And over back to you, Leon. We keep doing what we can, right? Thank you. Thank you so much. And the next gentleman is a commentator over here in the U.S. Open. Audley Watson, he hails from Jamaica. Audley, it's your time to ask you as your question or two. Good evening, Mr. Buck. Right. Um, As a coach, I know it's important for you to have a proper facility uh, when it comes to coaching. Uh, What sort of facility you have available to you uh, when you're doing your coaching? And um, if not, uh, um, is there any plans or there's a board or a group of people who is willing to step in and help? Right. This is, this, is the, this is the most important question about cricket in, in, in our area is facilities. Uh, what we can do, what the facilities I already have is stuff that is easily available, stuff I can just uh, buy, uh, like cricketing equipment and gear and everything. Uh, the biggest problem we have is trying to get appropriate cricket grounds to play, cricket fields. We don't have any cricket fields here, so we try and uh, get into a baseball field where we where we use the second base and third base as as your pitch, and and, and you play on that because that's sort of a, play, a good place to use the uh, you know use it to bounce the ball. Um, we are uh, currently, as we speak, uh, in talks with the city of Newton to give us a dedicated field. Uh, I just went out there today to take some pictures of a a, a large soccer fields, actually two soccer fields together, and I'm tra- planning to make a pitch in, the, in between the two soccer fields. And um, I'm hoping that they will allow that, and uh, if that becomes, if that is yes, then that will become our home for cricket in Newton. But I'm, I'm, I have long ways to go, but I'm hoping this will work out. This will be a good start if this happens. Okay, thanks very much. Okay. okay. Mr. McKenzie is from Texas. Yes, I was going to ask about the facilities, but let me go to the, are you just coaching groups from different clubs, or you are coaching uh, just individuals at one focal point? How are you doing the job? Right now it is very local, very, uh, so I have a, uh, a club, I call it uh, Newton Cricket League. I, and uh, I've uh, sort of affiliated with United Cricket League so we can do tournaments. But uh, right now I only coach in Newton in my local area and whoever signs up for, for, for my club or league, whatever you want to call it. And then that, that's my area of focus. I do not uh, coach other clubs at this point. Uh, I already have my hands full. I actually am looking for more coaches who can come and help me out. So we'll see how this goes. I hope you answer, I answered your question. You're right. So let me ask you. Is there a competition going on in the area of within age groups or what have you? Let me tell you, how are you organized? I'm sorry, can you repeat the question again? Do you well, have competitions among, the, among clubs uh, within among age groups or what? I know, for instance, the U.S. Cricket Association looks for under-19 and the on the 14 or what have you, what are you operating? Yeah, so we don't have uh, such uh, designated age-related, like under-16, under-19 uh, cricket tournaments at this point. Uh, what we do have, let me start with, in, in Massachusetts, we have Massachusetts State Cricket League, which is 
the Adult Cricket League, uh, which has about five divisions and about 10 to 12 teams in each of about 55 or, or some 55 teams uh, total that play leather ball cricket adults. Uh, and then after that, uh, it's, it's the there's, there's a casual, a uh, massive casual tennis ball cricket uh, uh, culture that's, uh, that happens. It is non-professional. It just happens. And, uh, but that, that's about the, the cricket you see. And after that, it's all this little uh, kids uh, coaching clubs everywhere. There's, uh, you know, a few clubs I know that are uh, coaching kids in a, in a distant locality. Uh, but there isn't one in Massachusetts like an under-something cricket tournament. There is happening in uh, in the country, in the U.S., other places, and I know kids have gone to uh, go go and play those tournaments, but uh, not in my area, my region. They don't have a a formal under under 19, under 16 kind of league. Oh, how are you accepted in the covenant? You know, they, do they respond well, or you have to cajole them that type of stuff? Uh, actually, I, I, I'm happy to say that they are all interested because uh, with the COVID times, I got so many messages and so many emails saying, when are we starting cricket again? That was a good sign. And finally, when we are starting, I'm getting, again, messages, thank you, I'm looking forward. We're all gung-ho about it. So mostly the, the, the interest is very, very uh, positive and very much uh, uh, it pulled out of me versus me pushing cricket on them, so which is good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Virgil is in Antigua, presently, Siraj. Virgil, a question for you. Yeah, good, uh, good evening, Mr. Siraj. Um, congratulations on what you're doing um, for those kids, because anyone, anyone, especially in the United States, doing that for a lot of kids, um, I really support them thousand times and I'm really happy for you for what you're doing. My question to you because I know most kids that are born in America when they see cricket they just believe that America does not play cricket and don't have no history in cricket. Do you teach them about the history of cricket inside of America because as we know when we go back and look the history of cricket, we know United States have more history about cricket than any other country in the world. For instance, we, we have baseball. Baseball come from cricket. The, the name that the president carried, he came from cricket. John Washington, George Washington used to play cricket. So do you um, teach those kids or tell them about the history of cricket so at least most of them will get more interested to know that's their past history, um, that their country used to play cricket in the past, in the 1700 comes up. Right. So, yeah, first of all, I appreciate your kind words. Uh, and, yes, uh, we do talk about cricket in various uh, capacities, uh, our background of cricket. Uh, U.S. history is uh, is discussed. It's not as much as emphasized as now that you've pointed out. I, I feel that I should be uh, talking more about that. You know, I, I do, uh, you know, talk about some trivia stuff, like the first ever international game between any two countries was between USA and Canada, you know, things like that. It was played in New York and Canada. You know, 
things like that have been discussed with kids, and I can see in their faces they were like, oh, why don't we play that here anymore and all that. But I think you yeah. are right. I think there is an opportunity for me to talk more about cricket, like you just said, the examples, and say there's rich history in cricket here. We have a, we have a little powwow session before the, the drills and the games start every, every session, and we, we kind of come in groups and we talk about some of the trivias and some of the background of cricket. And I think I can certainly introduce more detailed history about United States cricket here. That would be certainly a wonderful thing. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, one thing, one thing I would like you to do also, make them know that where the president of the United States gets his name from, because in the 1780, what John Adams said, if leaders of a simple cricket game could be called president, there was no reason why the leaders of the new nation could not call use that name. And that's where they get the name president from. So when, I mean, once you introduce, I mean, some of these stuff to them, believe you, it will be eye-opening for them. And some of them probably will get more interested to know that their background in cricket was there before. Absolutely. Certainly agree with that. And they will also take that information and talk to their friends in school and all that. I see, I see great benefits of passing on this information. Thank you for pointing that out. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Virgil. Um, Simon comes from Montserrat, but he played a little cricket in England. Simon, how are you, sir? A very good evening to you. And I was listening to you, and I said, as I said on your show before, anything to promote cricket in America, I am all for it. It can only get better and better and better. And it's a great game. If I'm saying it because that's the game I've been playing since I was three years old, and I said, the more we can bring cricket to America, they get to understand the game, they would like the game. And one day, I hope I live to see America um, presented in the World Cup in first-class cricket. That is what I'd like to see, you know, because um, they have the money and the cricketers can be paid, paid quite a lot of money playing cricket here, just like we have in India. Uh, look at money they're making when in England. The highest paid cricketer was Garfield Sobers, £100,000 a year. That's $150,000. Now the cricketer is making $150,000 in one game. So you see it is beneficial to know the game, and you could also make a good living from cricket. So I'm all for it. And you are doing a wonderful job. Keep it up. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. And I, I very much share your dream and, and also wish the same. I hope, I really hope uh, in the same words as you say, uh, that cricket picks up in the United States. And I, 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 my, I would have goosebumps even thinking about it right now. I, I wish this happens. Hi, thank you so much. Thank you. Siraj, our next panelist is one who comes from Tampa, India. She represented India. She'd just like to say hello to Jatsna, your eyes is on. Uh, yes, yes, thank you. Uh, good evening, everybody. Uh, hello, uh, Mr. Shiraj. This is Jatsna. Uh, did I meet you in Boston a couple years back? You may have. Uh, this is Chirag Bhatt. So uh, I, 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 your name did sound familiar uh, somewhere I've seen, so I do not know, but my memory isn't very good. Oh, okay. Well, Jat, uh, Coach Jatin was there at that time, and uh, one another player. 
form of yeah, well, because the principal yeah. was here a couple of years back and uh, with uh, Shivnarayan Chandrapal and uh, folks. Oh here. yes, yes, Shivnarayan was there too. Correct, correct. Yeah, okay. you, you yeah, you sound familiar too to me. Okay. Oh, good. Very good to uh, meet with you. Are you looking for? I heard um, coaches. I am looking for coaches right now. In the sense, I I'm I'm also trying to recruit parents because. Uh, I, I like that if the parents are involved, then they will, uh, you know, they will be part of this whole journey, and uh, then you, they will not be the backseat driver that, hey, why are you not doing this and why are you not doing that? I'm, I will say, come on in, come on, help me out, you know, and uh, if we have coaches, because uh, with, with kids of ages 6 to 12, 6 to 14, there's a big difference in their skills, and uh, obviously a 12-year-old kid, the uh, facing a six-year-old or the other way around it is not a good match. So I, I'd like to split sometimes and have the younger kids be pay more attention to their action and, and how to bowl and all that versus the older kids. They they are sort of like trying to just play the game. So I'm I'm trying to, uh, you know, if there's the more coaches and I can split these into groups and then have these different people manage these groups. So that's that's how I'm looking at at this game and and at coaching in that sense. Oh, okay, but it, that would be better if you find somebody local over there in Boston. Absolutely, I'm, and like I said, I'm trying to uh, recruit parents themselves versus trying to find somebody who, who can come and coach. That's harder, but if parents can help out, that's that's a win-win for me. I see. Okay, I'll keep my eyes open and ears open, and I'll let you know. But very nice to meet with you, and uh, uh, welcome to uh, radio show. Thank you. And nice I'm to from meet you Tampa, well. so Tampa. So whenever you come visit us, please. I will certainly. Thanks for the invite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes, Siraj, how do you get your funding, and ultimately, what do you you hope to achieve from your coaching these youngsters? Right. So I have a very nominal sign-up fee uh, that uh, parents. Uh, pay uh, as, as, as a membership fee, and I use that to get, get some equipment and some things. Uh, I barely make even, uh, break even, I would say. Uh, so, and, and so, but again, my, my goal is not money. Uh, as long as I can uh, recover the cost and just keep this going, uh, then I just can say that uh, cricket is alive and we can keep moving. And my, my goal is just to uh, just, just the community. Even people strolling in the park see, oh, kids playing cricket here, uh, and and just just some advertisements. Let's just promote the game here for now. So right now it's very, very simple, very modest uh, goal is just just to keep playing and just uh, advertise the game uh, in my local area. Uh, ultimately, what do you hope to to achieve in the in the in the on the, in the end of it all? You hope to produce a so, player who represents India, West Indies, or USA? Talk to us. Well, I hope USA. Okay, so let's start with that. But to me, that's that's uh, the ultimate goal is to make make a, a good players coming out of uh, my coaching. That that's my that that's what motivates me. When whenever that wherever that kid goes to play, then he goes to play in India. He goes to play in the United States leagues or wherever, or even just the, the, the adult uh, Massachusetts leatherball leagues. Uh, I want this person to be a better player and just, just take the teachings of cricket, pure game as it is played, and then play the game for fun and for, for passion. 
to me, that's that's my ultimate goal. So uh, if I can make a kid start from scratch, understand the game all the way to be able to play cover drives or bowl Yorkers, that, that would be my goal at this point. And then hopefully uh, that kid or whoever will, will go up and play major leagues. But at this point, I just want my, my ultimate goal is to make them good players. Do you get any resistance from American parents who, you know, they, they're accustomed to see basketball, football, baseball, and not cricket, per se? Are you yeah, so I, have not, you, I would have got resistance if I were per, persuading them, if I was pers, uh, pursuing American parents. Right now, I just advertise uh, uh, mm. with uh, my local community, and whoever wants to join, they join. Uh, right now, it's uh, I don't know if there is a, a aversion or there is just a uh, resistance. I do not know. But uh, yes, uh, if I could go and persuade in schools and them, I might see some resistance there. I, I have not faced any, but I, I, I know that there is obviously a lot of preference given to baseball, soccer, and everything. Even the grounds are booked, and the, the preference is given to those sports. So it's hard for me to find a cricket ground or a ground to play cricket on because all these preferences, all these, uh, the baseball and the soccer and all those games, lacrosse even, are given more preference than, than cricket. So so there is a little bit of resistance, but it's also because it's lack of popularity. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, mm-hmm. fair enough. Are you disturbed about what is happening in Christmas with these lawsuits that have been heard of in recent times? So. And no elections being held for a couple of years. Not a couple of years, but should have been held last year, but it's not held. Are you affected in any way, or are you disturbed? I am aware of it. Uh, I am uh, not that much aware in detail to be able to understand what it is. I know there is uh, something going on that isn't, uh, that, that is, isn't smooth. There's some, some trouble. But for me to have any opinion, I have to get into the details. I do not have uh, much details uh, in terms of what happened. So I may not be able to answer that question at this point. Okay. Jason is back now, and I hope that he can come in because and now we were hoping to hear from him a little earlier. He may have some questions to ask you too. Jason, you're on. Well, fine. Sorry for the delay. I lost the mm-hmm. uh, signal and I, my phone was dead, so I had to charge it oh. before I get back, you know. <laughs> Welcome to the Anyway, I don't have any question. I know the Chirag very well and uh, mm-hmm. like to keep continue with the conversation. And uh, down the road, I might jump in for a comment or two. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody has, t- has spoken already, unless someone just wants to say something, because I have quite a few questions I can uh, uh, I was going to ask a question, but um, I heard he, co- he covered that because I was going to ask um, whether there were other coaches working with him, but then he made a, he gave an answer and that uh, I got the, the answer already when he was answering somebody else's question. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just listening. Leon, one follow-up from me. Dennis, yes. Yeah. Have you are you aware of, uh, I mean, how popular is the sport at the adult level in Boston, one. And two, have you thought about the possibility of inquiring through Cricket United States to see if uh, you can get some support financially to uh, coach these little ones? Because I think the goal of Cricket United States is to 
have the game widely played here. So purely reaching out to them, you should be able to find some funds to help you with the coaching. Thanks. Sure, thank you for the question. Uh, I, I can answer the first one easily is that uh, cricket in Massachusetts, uh, like I said earlier, is, uh, is popular among expatriates, very popular among expatriates. Like I said, there are, there's the Massachusetts cricket, uh, State Cricket League, which is the official uh, cricket league uh, played in leather ball. I don't say official, but it's professional. And uh, they have about five divisions and about you know, 10 to 12 teams each. So it's like 50-plus teams that play serious 40-over cricket every, uh, every summer. Okay? And then they have these T20 leagues and all those things. So it is, it is popular. There's plenty of cricket grounds popping up uh, uh, in, in Boston area. So that's also good. A little, little farther away, though. They're, they're not close to my area. Otherwise, I would have tapped into those grounds. Uh, so, so it is it is gaining popularity. Again, it is very much among expatriates. Uh, if you ask a, a normal local person about cricket uh, being being played in the in in this part of the world, they would have no clue about it. So, so that's that's yeah, that's your that's your big uh, variation there. And regarding your question about uh, approaching for uh, funding with USA Cricket, I haven't done that. Uh, I I haven't pursued that yet. Uh, my my goal is to at least get something going on a regular basis. Get at least a home ground for my city. Once I have something that I can, you know, call uh, a place home that I can always rely on to get that ground every season. I don't have to fight for reservations. Once I have that, then then I think maybe we can go take the next step of getting funding or getting more equipment and all those things, which which would be really beneficial. But right now, I'm I'm struggling with facilities to begin with, so. That's that's where I am. Thank you. Anyone else wants to come in with a question? I don't know if Ed wants to say something. Ed is on the road, but uh, Ed, are you up to talking? He might be on the road, so his his hands aren't up. But Shiraz, how world cricket? Are you satisfied the way world cricket is being run? And uh, do you believe that the Test cricket is dead? Or is dying. Uh, I do not believe Test cricket is dead, or at least I don't want to believe. I'm a big Test cricket <laughs> okay. fan, so I may be biased in my answer. Uh, but uh, with the recent contest uh, that is happening, at least with the India and Australia series, uh, I thought uh, a lot more uh, uh, dead cells came alive in cricket, if I can call that. Uh, India, cricket, India, uh, India, India, England. Right? India, Australia, oh, actually. I was talking oh, about India, Australia. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. India, of course, but uh, I think there's still people in, 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 uh, uh, in the frame of India, Australia, because that was something that was uh, very much uh, looked out by many, many, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, people outside of India as well, talked about as, as one of the great series, and it just brought the test cricket back alive. So, Personally, I don't think Test cricket is dead, and I think uh, if they keep uh, playing such games and such tournaments, I think Test cricket can be back. So I don't, I certainly don't believe that. You mean you mean the series where India were bored out to 36, right? <laughs> Come back and win the series. Yes, that yes, was a marvelous. What about this, the series England versus or India versus England? Just completed. Yeah, that was also a good series, but it was unfortunately it, uh, the matches were were short. 
So uh, for for somebody who really wants to watch cricket, if the game's over in two days, then you don't uh, you don't get the value. So I mean, ideally, a Test cricket, the best value of Test cricket, you play all five days, and hopefully you get a result. But uh, you, you, you at least you get to see quality cricket for five days. Are, are you assuming that they should play two matches if if they if a match finishes in two days? <laughs> yes. That's how one day cricket was born, by the way, right? Yeah. So, right, that's true. <laughs> So, uh, I, I don't know. There has to be a, a value somewhere, you know. If if a cricket match ends early, maybe there is maybe maybe uh, ICC should have some sort of a provision to come up with a a a, a uh, another fun version of the game. You know, you play another test match with only three or four batsmen and see how it goes. I don't know. That there can be there can be various ways to utilize those extra days. I think certainly there's value. That's a great idea if, if somebody thinks about that. Yeah, but uh, Mr. Bosch, um, oddly here again, but once again, yeah, you, you touched on something there. That's how the uh, ODI was born because when the game was washed out so much, I said, come, let us hurry finish and say, come, let, let us hurry in this game. Uh, and right there, the ODI was born. And um, back, way back, um, way back in the early days, um, whenever in, click, cricket was being played in England, Test cricket was always a three-day match. Um, test cricket. That's why it's so great when when Dad Broadman scored his triple century in in one day. And so um, you know the four the, there was always a rest day, four days, but one day rest day. And but whenever they played in Australia, it was always timeless. So whenever they're playing in England, you know it's gonna be a three-day match, and and yet many of those I get results from them. So what the, what I would really join in helping to um, to, to um, get that to fruition is for like a match like, such as the ones that were over in two days. They arranged two even two fifty overs or two twenty overs um, matches in, in those days, especially for the people who purchase um, tickets for five days. Uh, I know they they realize that when they're doing for five days, uh, possibly two, three, four days. But when it's done in like two days, I think there should be even a, a 50-hour match should be planned um, to give some of those people something to cheer about. Hey, Dennis, you have another question? You? No, no, thank you, Leon. I just want to congratulate Chirag and tell him to keep up the good work because it's certainly nice to know that we can uh, push cricket a little bit more further into this American culture. Well done. But what? I have one other question. Um, mm-hmm. right, right here in South Florida, when, when they're having a the U.S. Open, they have the under under 16, under 18, I think under 14, if I'm not mistaken. And um, the fact yeah, that okay. you're, you're oh, coaching. Someone behind, oddly, hold well for me. Someone in the top, in the background is, please, could you be kind enough to turn down your radios? Go ahead, oddly. Yes, right. they're having, they, I think, under 18, under 16, and under 14 league. I know you're, you're coaching um, kids. Uh, I think, is, is it up to 10 years old or, or, or 12? Uh, I'm not quite certain. Um, would you, uh, have you ever, no, you, you already said you didn't, you didn't get in touch with you, Saka. So it, I think it would be a good, uh, good idea if you could get in touch with um, like you, Saka, Max Koreshi and those guys and see if a team could be organized from 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 your uh, um from massachusetts 
um, one of the under 14 or under 16. I'm not quite sure what age, uh, what age level you, you, you coach, but uh, I would suggest that you try to get in touch with them and, you know, we may meet right here in, in, in South Florida. How you doing? Taraj, any questions? Let's see if I uh, have a little... Okay. I, think, I think I can answer that one. Everyone knows that thing, and that is the reason few teams came out during that event. But now it looks like uh, the USA cricket has activated a lot of schedule that includes the journal tryouts, journal competition, national tournament, and then top of that, uh, we have about uh, eight different uh, tournaments, which is bringing some uh, bigger volume in terms of the teams, mm-hmm. right? So it, it, it may be good for all of us to have the more competition and events like the U.S. Open. But I think the parents usually concern on the timing and expense involved. And uh, honestly speaking, if I were to go six or eight tournaments a year, it matters my budget, you know. And that might be the case. We are not expecting uh, that much involvement in terms of the number of participating teams beginning from next year. Because okay. when you have the structure in place at the journal, local level, and regional as well as national level, I think more players will stay with that format because that is the pathway to make it to the national team. And uh, remaining tournaments should be a secondary schedule. I'm not saying those are not good. Those are good in terms of having more practice and competition and uh, keep you improving in terms of performances. But on the other side, as I said, it will be the very hectic schedule for any parent if they have to keep up with these all tournaments and the schedules we have, probably beginning from uh, next year, 2022, when the major league will be launched and the minor league will be in action. And then we're going to have lots of camps going on at the local area levels with those teams. I will say it is a very tough decision for anyone to make how many tournaments they want to play. So it doesn't matter what level of tournament we have. I think it's invitation-based and depends on the players and teams' availability. So that is will be the tricky part in future because these under-16 teams, we are expecting all school students, nothing else, and they have to make up with the school time too. So it it gets complicated to have the bigger volume at certain times. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Shiraj, do you have anything else that you want to you want to comment? Anything is on your mind that you wish to express at this point? I have a few uh, more. I will, I, will a, I would like to ask a question. Do you have a sort yeah. of interclub competition going in, going on? I just coach the kids and let them go. No, so we will have starting this year. This season, we are going to introduce uh, starting the spring season. Uh, we are we are about to uh, make a four cricket clubs. Uh, we have enough kids uh, in uh, different local areas, and uh, we will we will have a little league kind of competition. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because 
yeah, yeah. We, I'm, I'm, I feel the need that my, my team needs to feel like a team. We need to, we need to play like a team and we need to compete. So uh, starting this year, we will, we'll, in a very small scale, we'll, we'll play a small uh, little league uh, tournament and see how that goes. There is one aspect of cricket that we all overlook. What do you do for umpiring over there? If, when you go to start that, what do you have? What do you look, do for umpiring? Uh, yeah, I don't have a good answer for you. Myself and uh, yeah, because a couple of That, is, that are is what I used to do some time ago for the U.S. Cricket Association, help them to develop their umpiring skills. So um, that is what the, I, I, I hope buying in in, um, in the West Indies, and um, you know, this is one aspect of cricket that you that should not be neglected, but it is overlooked all the way. You coach your players to play the bat to hit the ball and bowl the ball and, and so forth, but there's no umpiring skills when you're ready to play a competition. You just pick up somebody on the street. And say umpire this game for me. So we have to look at that aspect of the game very seriously. That's that's right. a good point. If I have enough older kids, I I would uh, I would uh, you know volunteer some of the older older kids to practice umpiring. But you are right. That, that aspect right now I have I have beside me here the laws of cricket, MCC laws of cricket, a small booklet. And you should fortify yourself with that and know those rules. Get it from London. Sure, sure. Can I ask one more question? Of course. I guess so. I'm, I'm not hearing Leon, so I guess you go ahead, Virgil. Okay. Um, in the United States, we have one... Cricket ground, stadium, whatever you call it, um, that hosts international game, West Indies, India, West Indies, Sri Lanka, and all this stuff. Um, can you tell me where is that ground and what city it's located in? And if, if one of the questions you cannot answer, Mr. Patel is going to give you a fine. <laughs> I, I try my best. I think it's in Fort Lauderdale, my, uh, Florida. If I'm not no, no, you start up. No, no, you get that. That's a, that's a $5,000 fine. It's uh, Lauder Hill. It's uh, Lauder uh, Hill. Lauder Hill, yeah. I said Fort Lauder Lauder Hill, Hill, Florida. Lauder Hill, Florida. Lauder Hill, yeah. Lauder Hill. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Patel, that's a $5,000 fine for him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. Very <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Continue. Virgin, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, no, I already asked my question. Yes, I'm here. Okay, Shira, is your final thoughts, sir? Thank you so much. No, I, my final thoughts are just thank you. I'm honored to be part of this. Uh, really happy to share what happens in my area. And I, I certainly share the same passion as you people here about cricket. I hope uh, that each of us uh, in the United States, at least if we just take a small area where you live, and just promote cricket, I think overall is a win for cricket. So I'm, I'm hoping that that happens, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to the shared dream, as one person said. You know, I hope United States Cricket League cricket picks up and becomes, uh, uh, you know, a name in cricket. 
and I hope that happens, then we will see more people joining Cricket League. So, yeah, I share the same passion. But thank you for very much for having me here. It is indeed a pleasure, and we hope this will be your last, uh, just the beginning of things to come, and we wish you well and continue to do work. Sometimes it comes overbearing, but your future looks great. We hope you say cricket gets back to normal and things begin to begin to run smoothly again. Good luck, God's blessings, and yeah, good luck to you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, everyone. And, and when you get a chance, get get yourself a little book on umpiring to keep in your pocket <laughs> and take it around with you. You'll find it very sure. useful. Yes, Will do. Will do. Thank you. Folks, we have one bird that we miss out on, and we can't go without acknowledging this um, birthday. Oh, Ed, Ed was on before. Ed, Leon, give us your Leon, Leon. Yes, sir. Hey, Leon. Yes. I, I, I didn't have any question. I didn't have any question. I was just listening. And, um, I, I'm driving, so that's, that's, that's most of the reason why I didn't um, think. But I was listening, and very interesting um, in the area there. But he's going to need a lot more people to help him out with those kids. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Drive carefully. Drive carefully. Don't get in any accident. We need you. We need you back no, here. And we no, need you back. no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still listening. If I have to interject, I will. So okay. Just, just, just go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I listen. Okay, good. We- I, I was... I was I was just afraid that my noise in the shop will cause any disturbance. Yes. That's why I didn't come in. Okay. Good. Thank you. Thank you. We have... Um... No, I listen. I'm okay, listening. Good. I'm listening. I'm yes. listening. Be careful. Have we a have great a week, Ed. Have a great week. <laughs> He's on the road. I'm, I'm still listening. I'm not going yeah. to no place. I'm, I'm continuing until you finish. All right. We, we can finish. We have another birthday to come up. Um, Area code 646. We missed one folks so we have to make way for this caller you tell us your name and tell us the birthday you want to express or um, disclose come on area code 646 799 hands are up come on in Donna is it area code 646 I was saying I might have been late, but I just wanted to say happy anniversary to Mr. Simon and his Simon. lovely wife, Oh, man, they're coming in droves. Simon, did you hear that? Simon, did you hear that? Coming from the cold. Oh, oh. Yeah, like a noise, a noise, like a noise in the background. Yeah. I'm on the bus. Hi, Donna, how are you doing? Okay. Yes, indeed. It's a little noisy. Okay, Simon heard it, so I'm glad you did. Okay. Yes, I'm here. Thank you very much. And I'll pass it on to my wife. Thank you so much. Okay, good. She's done, but a little noisy in her end, but I had to bring her in. Simon, give us your question. Because we have time. Give us your question. Question for the panelists. Panelists tonight is, uh, 
I'll be very nice to you tonight because you've been so good for the weekend. I'll give you a very easy question. <laughs> easy one tonight. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Getting paid out. And humble. Yeah. Okay, question. Simon. Come on, Simon. And ladies. Uh-huh. And I know. Um, okay, we no. are ready. No, Jay. We had, a, we had a, a, a cricketer from Australia. I'm going to give you his name. His name was Glenn McGrath. I'd like you to tell the panelists and tell me and tell the world how many test wickets did this man take in his career. His name is Glenn McGrath from Australia. I don't know which region he's from, but I know he played for Australia. And um, how many test wickets he took in his career? Test wickets. And and ask it already, you know, because uh, he's the the fast bowler that that takes the most wickets. Uh, no, no, no. My man to pass him. Uh, five on one? He didn't take five on one. No, no, no. He he's no long. Ah, five hundred and sixty. Oof. You take five hundred over five hundred? Yes, he, I don't think so. I think it's think it's five sixty something. Mm. Okay. And uh, we'll go around did. the panel. Uh, let let's ask our friend there in Antigua. He, I know he's watching Virgil. the cricket now. Virgil. Virgil. Because of player over there. Oh, they stopped playing already. Okay. Because of player, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go one over Adley. Adley said 560-something, so I'm going to say 563. I'm going to go one over Adley. <laughs> okay. Did you say 561, Adley? Oh. I just said 560-something. No, so I said 563, so I go one over him. Well, okay. you didn't want to say uh, how much is, is. That's what I'm saying. He didn't say how much. No, I was reading, no, I was reading his mind. Some, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So one over him. Uh, I, I, do we have Ivor with us still? Is Ivor with us? 561. 561. Okay. I am, I am going to go for 463. I don't think he received 500, uh, 500 gold. I think he was about... Yes, I think, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Okay. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, and what? Okay, what about Mr. Patel? Patel? He always gets the answers right. Mr. Patel? Oh, he's not with us. Okay. Let me see if he's... Yeah, he's, he's... He must be on mute. He must be on mute because he's open. Patel? Okay. Yeah. Uh, is something wrong with Cardinal? I haven't heard him for a couple of weeks now. No, no, I don't. I don't. We heard him yesterday, but I don't know if he's working today or. Oh, yes, okay. Uh, I got you. Oh, you had I a got date. you. Might have a date. You never know. I get you. Okay, that's the uh, full panel. And our friend who is driving, he's not able to answer. Well, I have him open, so. Okay. And you want to answer the question? Can you steal a little moment to answer the question? How many? What question? Did you hear the question, Ed? Oh, man. No. Maybe he maybe he can't hear you. Maybe he's on mute because he has yeah. a little noise from the background driving, you know, the truck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll so huh? Okay, gentlemen, uh, Mr. Ten, Glenn McGrath took 563 test wickets in his oh, career. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was 
here. One of the greatest pleasures is to see the windmill that was in the yard that used to give provide the water to for me to bathe and provide the water for me to feed my chickens. So it was such a pleasure seeing that on the TV. Uh, so talk to me now, Simon. Yes. Yeah. No, I was asking you how far is this new ground from the old Antigua cricket ground. You mean the Antigua Recreation Grounds? Virgil yeah. said 15 minutes. Virgil said 15 it's minutes. Anyway, it's about 50, it can be 15 minutes, I guess. Coolidge, Coolidge to... It's not too far. To okay. East Street. Mm-hmm. East Street, yeah, East Street, 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 I can't get you. You know, Virgil is there and Mr. Front. That's yes. their place. Okay, they they can give you. Right. And if, if, you drive, if, you drive, if you drive for the government, you can be left. If you work for the government, you can be left. Okay. Reason okay. being. Reason. <laughs> we want all the stop sign and, and, um, <laughs> and speed. Oh, if you're a policeman, okay. You're a policeman. Yeah, <laughs> you can work for the government. <laughs> yeah. Gentlemen, it has been an absolute pleasure and delight to host the show this evening again. So why don't we just say our final, give our final thoughts and wish Simon a final happy anniversary. 62 years. Yes, I want to wish Simon a happy anniversary. And I hope he continues to celebrate for the rest of the month. And in the meantime, as well, I want to say congrats to West Indies. Take making a pretty good start today. Let's see what happens to the rest of the rest of the match. And to you, Leon, very good job you have done all the time. Very good job. And with that, I want to say, wish everyone a very pleasant week. And I see you on the radio next Sunday. God's with you. Bye-bye. 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 Okay. Virgil, your thoughts? Your final thoughts? Yes, Simon, as I said again, I want to wish you a very, very happy anniversary, and I hope you have many, many, many more closes. Um, I want you to make that 100. I thank you so much. Thank you. I'm yes. going to remember to tell that yeah, to Yeah, just, just always remember that. And um, I just want to so wish all the guys a wonderful weekend, and looking forward again to talk to you. Next week, I was trying to get on last week, but I came home late, I guess, so I missed the call. But um, okay. Yeah, because I really asked good. for you last week. Yes, thank you, and enjoy each and every one of you guys. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll talk again next week. Yes, indeed. Um, how about you, Dennis? Well, Simon, you've got the 50. Now put your head down and go for the turn. Okay, thank you so much. That's very good advice. I have have a request for Virgil. He's out there in Antigua. Virgil, when I was going to high school in London, England, I met an Antiguan who was my, uh, shall we say my, I don't know, my angel or my savior. I was being bullied by the English boys. And his name is Conroy. I think his surname is Ford, but I know he's Antigua. And I've, you know, but he was a couple of years ahead of me in school. But after he left, I've been trying to find him somewhere. But maybe you can ask. I know how small the world is out there. So just ask anybody know Conroy. Conroy Ford went to high school 
in Tufnell Park, North London, England. I'm trying to find him just to... Why Ford? Mr. Francis, you know that because Ford name is not not really a popular name, so that should be easy to find, you know. Ford. I think it was Ford. I'm not. I'm not sure, but his it's, it's first name I know is definitely Conroy. And, you know, he was my savior from being beaten up by those English boys when, as a 13-year-old in high school in London. He would remember Ackland Burley High School. Thanks. If you find him, I want to see him. <laughs> Surely will. I'll try my Thank best. Thank you. Thank you, Virgil. Okay. Well, how about you, Mr. Mc... You, you did say something, no? How about you, Simon? Yes, I close out. Oh, Simon yes. says, well, I, who is left? I want Who's to left? say thank you to all the panelists and all the listeners. Thanks so much for that wonderful, wonderful evening of the um, celebration of our 56th wedding anniversary. As I said before, yesterday and today, we will be on the way to Australia now on a 15-day cruise. That has to be canceled, but this you made up for it. I feel much, much better now than going on that cruise. You made it such a delight this evening. We were such a pleasure having all these um, panelists give me all the greetings. And yesterday and today, thank you so much. And before you close, Mr. President, you're doing a wonderful, wonderful job. Oh, yes, So is all the panelists. And before you close out, you'll give us a rundown of the score in Antigua. Either you Audience, or... From the top of my head, it's hard. One sixty-eight or nine. Sri Lanka, West Indies, thirty without loss. And okay. and Jason Holder, five for seventeen. Yes, Jason okay. Holder did very very well. The West okay. Indies. Thank you so much. And, and because I have heard it, right? Mm-hmm. And some other details you have. Um, Roach took three. Roach. Roach. Roach.
um, doing your cruise at home, all right? The backyard and all about the place, right? <laughs> it does enjoy your holiday, all right? That's yeah, thank you so take, much. Thank you so much, that, panelists. Thank to everyone. Yeah, that's, that's called that's called stay, stay, uh, staycation, right? Yeah. Staycation, <laughs> right? Yeah, staycation. Thank all right, you so, much. so um, yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Um, lo- nice to be here once again. I came in late. Um, something beyond my control. And um, um, I'm happy to be among these wonderful people. Um, thanks for our guests, of course, and thanks, Mr. Francis. And I uh, just want to say have a wonderful, wonderful week. And uh, just if you can do great things, do small things in a great way. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Talk to you next yeah, week. God bless you, too. And God bless all the panelists for making this show enjoyable. Make it easy for me to just maneuver and to, to just... Bring it to the public. Hope everyone enjoys it. And um, I'm proud with this one for Simon and Irma. It's, it's a long, long time since we have fed like this. You know who started.
Uh, good night all. Good night all. Wonderful show.